This is The 20 with DJ Spider, presented by BeatSource. Welcome to The 20 Podcast, bringing you interviews with the best DJs, producers, and music industry professionals from around the globe. I'm your host, DJ Spider. That's right, DJ Spider and the place to be on The 20 Podcast, hanging with my beat sorcerers, all my homies out there, what is going on? Thank you guys for tuning in week after week. Thank you for being here on this episode. I gotta let you know before we get into it, this podcast is brought to you by the one and only Beat Source. That's right, Beat Source is the new digital music service for open format DJs, and Beat Source Link is now in effect. It is integrated into Serato as well as many other hardware and software out there. BeatSource Link gives you the ability to DJ from the cloud and really brings a whole new level of uh, music accessing for DJs out there. Um, you know, you can still have your same library, but you can have access to all these curated playlists that are updated every week by these expert curators on BeatSource. Um, every genre, you know, the standards that get updated automatically in the new version of Serato, uh, if you have that on in the playlist, but also indie stuff. They have a reggae Christmas playlist they just posted. I'm going to listen to. Um, so many things are on there. Um, so go check it out if you have not. Shout to Beat Source. Thank you for all of that and letting us do this. And shout to you guys, the listeners, the Beat Sorcerers. Thank you for rocking with us week after week. I appreciate you being a part of this uh, podcast with me and growing the community. Um, you send me questions, topics, uh, and all types of stuff for the show. It really means a lot to me, and it helps, and it's it's fun to have you guys involved in it. Um, and um, I have a Discord that I've been posting things about the podcast in. So um, hit up my Twitch page. It's twitch.tv slash DJ Spider. I'm streaming Tuesday nights on there, Tuesday nights at 9 p.m., as well as doing some other pop-ups. And we even have some ideas to bring some things connected to the 20 and some beat source stuff onto Twitch as well. So follow me on there. Connect to the Discord. That's where I post uh, early about the episodes and get some of your questions and stuff. And uh, we're rocking on there. So thank you for that. And also feel free to reach out to me on Instagram at DJ Spider. I'm on there at DJ S-P-I-D-E-R. And now on to today's episode. I am super excited to have this guest on today. Uh, this is one of my, you know, favorite episodes. I was so excited to do this. Um, this, you know, our guest is a legend among legends. Uh, he is a DJ's DJ, but he's beyond that. He's a people's DJ. Um, since day one, he has blazed his own trail. And even during the pandemic, that has not slowed him down. He has been ahead of the curve with this, with the streaming, with what his Twitch streams and all of his online streams look like. Um, he's always pushing the limits within music. And he's ahead of the curve while also remembering history and bringing it into there. 
So, um, you know, it's, it was amazing to catch up with him and talk about that on this episode. Um, I'm a, personally, I'm a big fan of his. I used to go and stand in line, buy a ticket, and go to the front row and watch him at House of Blues, do crazy mixes with vinyl and all types of things that have inspired me through my DJ career. So um, to have him on this episode, to be able to call him my friend and, and talk about things with him is just huge. Um, and um, I, you know, his his blend, some of his mixes, they're just etched into my mind. So uh, having him on here is really cool, you know. And uh, just to give you a little background on him, which once you hear who it is, you're, you probably don't need this, but I'm going to let you know that, you know, he has made some of the first most groundbreaking rock hip-hop and multi-genre mixtapes that are still classics to this day and listened to and are still available on his band camp and all that stuff um he has performed for crowds up to like 450,000 people that's right like half a million people when he was opening for the rolling stones he's done every festival known to man probably and rocked the shit out of it um he's toured with lincoln park he um, collaborates with LL Cool J to do these amazing shows. They, they team up, and it's like the combination of the two superpowers to do these unbelievable shows. He plays um, a big role in Rock the Bells Radio um, uh, on Sirius XM, um, and he really just pushes the limits of technology, among other things, with his Twitch streams and his online streams on YouTube and everything. Um, he, he, there's countless other things I could name about him. Like when I was trying to write the questions for him, I wrote basically a novel of things because of the amount of accomplishments and dope things he's done. So, uh, we got into a lot of it. We weren't even able to cover all of it, but, um, this episode spans about three hours. So like the first two hours are just us talking about everything from current events to the past. And then the final hour, we get into a lot of the listener questions that you guys sent in. So, um, uh, yeah, I just, uh, I'm super excited to play this for you guys. I'm super excited for you guys to check it out. So without further ado, I'd like to introduce my man, give it up for one of the greatest of all times, DJ Z Trip. Let's go. I haven't flown. I have not been on a plane since February, end of February, early March. Same. I how, about, been... how about that? How about that? How about it's that? Fucking I'm a million miler. I've, I've <laughs> flown for 30 years and I haven't been on a plane in like almost a year. That's fucking crazy. I know I've been it's asking amazing. other it's amazing. It, it's, it is amazing, right? Does it feel good? Dude, you know what's the best? The best part about that is I've slept in my own bed for since February. That's the best. My own fucking bed. My own <laughs> bed. Like, what's that like? It's Jesus. It, well, I mean, even my family, like, I've never been around are we recording is this happening are we uh, is, this, is it on sure let's go yeah. we're, right, on. we're on we're, we're on in. with dj spider welcome to the 20 podcast whatever i'm i'm using that part right before it's already started we're in this okay. is one of those podcasts go. we're go. rolling There's, yeah yeah we don't need in, in, in need but introductions exactly. we're both we don't yeah. need introductions you know who we no. are he has yeah, a z son. i have an s 
They're similar Done. letters. Done. <laughs> um, <laughs> I, I'll do the intro before people will yeah, know yeah, yeah. so much about you before this. You just starts. gotta do. You gotta do. You gotta do the radio. Next up, we've got this. Give me and one of those. Up hey, next. on the show, we've got this guy. He's got a Z. He's got a trip coming up in his name, and you're gonna love him. Um, Bang, <laughs> love it. Yes. No. Same. Like I have been on a plane my entire relationship with my wife and my entire time of my son's <laughs> life. Like I right, met right. her and, and two days later I was on an airplane and I've never, yeah. I've never been around her for more than five days because it was always a weekend I was leaving. And same yeah, with my son, like he was born and I remember being like, okay, I'm going to be home for this week. And then I'm going to at least go to Vegas for my Friday night thing. So his entire life, I've only been around five of the days in increments, like in, like, in, in yeah. increments. Right. So that's so, why, so now, so basically now you're finding that they don't like you at all. They just don't like that you. That was they don't my like- <laughs> biggest discovery. You know, you know, what's they, really I, funny? I can't stand this guy. Oh my God. <laughs> Yo, you're joking. And actually a little bit of truth. together. <laughs> <laughs> like that's fucked like, up. I got to the point where I was like, "Am I annoying?" Like, because I'm like, I'm like, they're not used to having me here. Yeah, like, yeah, no, you know, that's, like, that's what I'm saying. Like, they like, can only guys, take like, you. In- well, what's up with this? We're, we're not doing this. We gotta do. And then I'm like, oh shit. I'm like this annoying guy that like they're used to not having around. Like I need. They to can shut only the fuck take up. you in three days increments. Like that's <laughs> it. You gotta like go and like just be in the garage for a day. Like just by yourself. And Yo, then reemerge like, hey guys. <laughs> that's that's the truth. Exactly. I've like, cause I'll be like, oh, do you mind? I, I gotta take some time to go just like, yes, please go, go. Yeah, go. Go do whatever you gotta do. Walk yeah. around the block. Yeah, I know. Just get like, out of here. My, my wife is the most supportive person. <laughs> I love her. She's helped me so much, but she has multiple times offered like if you need to go away for a few days, it's totally fine. Totally and I'm like, cool. Totally. That's the norm. Look, we've been living like that. And now all of a sudden you're just here. You're just right. here all the so time. I'm like, at first I'm like, that's so nice of her. And I'm like, oh, wait, they want to get oh, me Oh, I get it. I get it. Yeah. No, they want, they want some normalcy back. Yeah. Exactly. They want me to just leave. <laughs> so, <laughs> that's fucked up. Um, yes, that's true. I'm, uh, that's uh, they're like, yo, dad, go back to the being the background dad. All right. Just yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> yeah. I can only see you on, on, uh, uh, Monday through Thursday. That's the only time I can really see you. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yes. So, all right. Well, exactly. We're we're going. We're already in the podcast. It's travel mode. We've been sleeping in our own beds since February. We haven't been on yeah. airplanes. We're, we've flown a million miles. You've flown, I mean, a billion miles probably in your life. It's a lot. Yeah, it's um, a lot. It's, it's a lot. And, but it's, uh, it's nice to be home. Yes, it is nice, right? I mean, I want to, like, we're going to talk about all of that. Um, you know, it's hard. I was trying to think about what am I going to ask Z-Trip, right? And I'm like, you need, I mean, I don't know if you're, you're planning on this, but I'm like, you need to write a book because just the amount of stuff I wrote down to ask you is like a novel in itself. So I'm like, I hope That's one day. Awesome. That's awesome. That's com- awesome. <laughs> I mean, it's insane. Like, we're never going to get to all of okay, it. Okay. But- so, sorry. So really quick, I just want to know this. Just run down the list of stuff to ask me. Just, oh, just go, 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 go. That way <laughs> we can get to it. But I just really want to know what you want to know. And we'll, we'll, we'll dive into the, but break down, just run the list down. Go, 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 go. Uh, Rapid it, fire. And I'm not going to answer them. I I just want to. I just want to get an idea of where we're going. Oh, Go, give man. me the roadmap. No, it's it's good to be surprised. Um, okay. Sure. Well, no, there's. Oh God, I can't. I mean, it's it's there's. I have a notes thing that just goes. It's like the Torah, like in the Jewish. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm unscroll. I'm unrolling it. I mean, it's yeah. a lot. You know, I 
you know, a lot of times I notice, you know, in these interviews and stuff, people start with the like, so how'd you get started? Or, you know, we're, I, I do want to know all that stuff, but we're in such a crazy time. And, um, I like, I want to, I've been watching you online, like nonstop. So I want to know things, current things, you know? So sure, I, I sure. really, I want to talk about that stuff. Um, I, I mean, if you really want me to, I could run down it all. It's a lot of with the streaming and with, uh, with the streaming. <laughs> hey, see, it's a lot. Of, this is a very Jewish interview. Um, <laughs> do you like bagels and locks? Um, no, basically, yeah, streaming. And look, we'll just get into it. You'll see. You're going to be surprised. Okay, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then what, if what's, what's going to happen is we're going to touch on the the top, the first three, and the seventy of them <laughs> we're never going to get to. So that's fine. You'll that's- never know. You'll never know what my favorite uh, color is. No, I won't. And you know what? On your Twitch stream, uh, people were asking about it last Thursday. That's where that stuff comes into play. We were finding out yeah, your yeah, favorite coffee beans. Um, I get, I get into it. My streams, my streams are fun because the first hour, hour and a half is just me mixing. Um, you know, I, I talk a little bit, but I, I, you know, I've known, you know, obviously I'm known to use the mic and normally when there's a crowd of people, it's a, it's a bit more interactive, but I like to just get my mix out of the way, have people catch a vibe and then throw on some tunes and then just like get into the, um, the back and forth and the question and answer. So we do like, hour hour and a half a mix maybe two hours depending on the on the mix but then there's a good like you know 45 minutes to an hour maybe longer of just people throwing me random questions me answering stuff me telling stories just having fun like just kicking it having a beer style you know yeah i love it yeah having a beer we're having beers this is a night cast right here so cheers i heard you talk about this uh cali dad yeah. beer on your stream and i have one in my fridge that's so. a great beer that's a great lager um and you were telling me one of your favorite last favorite beers that you had was at my house which is yes uh, i turned you on to cali creamen which is mother earth brew uh there in vista which is actually fairly close to me and that's one of my favorite beers hands down it's like um it's like a vanilla cream soda like tasting beer without so but it's not like fucking it's good. not like it's not like sweet like it's just really solid. It's a no, great it was like summer perfect. beer. It was like a perfect beer. And that was the yeah. most amazing thing. Like I went to Legoland with my kid and then you're like, you hit me up like, yo, you're at Legoland. I live, you know, somewhat close to that. And then I'm not going to yeah, yeah, give yeah. away where you live. But I uh, <laughs> I was lucky enough to go to your house and see your amazing place and, and your studio and all that stuff. And yeah, you, you gave me this beer that I've literally never had such a good beer. I think the only other person that's given me amazing beer like that is Kevin Scott. Like he's super into all beers and that's and dope. That's good to know. Crazy. So 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 yeah. so. Side note on that beer. Yeah. They actually they actually now have a nitro version of that beer. Mm. So um, it's a beer where y- you get it and you shake it three times to get it to activate, and then you crack it open. It goes everywhere. So you got to put like a paper towel over the top but you crack it then you pour it into a very tall stein like one of those stein glasses just bang 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 bang. not like the super pour to not get any any foam you just go straight because it's nitro it basically sort of the foam sort of mellows out but that is the best beer and the best tasting beer and because it's nitro it's like it's uh, anyway they 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 sell my bevmo and i just wipe them out i went to my local bevmo i was like oh how many you got and they're like, oh, we got like uh, 12, 13. I was like, I'll take them all. I just took them all because it's like on some quarantine shit. I'm like, 
I'm just home, so exactly. I'm just drinking beer and, and you know smoking weed, making music, and cleaning the house and installing shit, and, like doing all the all Damn. the like home improvement shit. That's really what. That's it. That's my. I'm day. sorry. It sounds like it's been pretty tough. So, um. <laughs> well, you know, here, here's the thing. The, I'm just home drinking of, beer, smoking weed, making music, and uh, yeah, yeah. I mean, but like that. No, I'm I'm joking. I, I, but it's it's the the reality is is that's kind of what I've been doing um because i'm i don't go anywhere it's not like i you know i don't yeah i'm sort of in a little bit of a bubble of where i live i don't really um not a lot of people i don't really have a lot of visitors i don't there's not really um a spot where i go like i you know i hit my chiropractor i hit sort of the grocery store maybe yeah. i go to a couple spots to get some takeout but like i pretty much stay home but the crazy thing about being home is uh, it's it's allowed me to like go through my record collection and take out a whole bunch of shit that i don't need or it started like getting reacquainted with music that I really give a shit about or, yeah. or reconnecting with, um, with things that I'm like, Oh yeah, this box of stuff I was going to go through one day, you know, whatever, 10 years ago, I've been carrying this fucking box with me through <laughs> everywhere. And like, finally I'm cracking it open and I'm going through shit. So there's a lot of that. And, um, coupled with, there's also a ton of me, like all the home improvement shit where it's like, Oh, that thing I was going to do like one day, like the house is cool. We moved in here. We're good. But like, there's always been like these little side projects that I could yeah, of course. pay a handyman to do. I could go and pay the guy to do whatever, come and do it. But I, there's a sense of like, I kind of like, here's, you'll know this dude. Like when we used to be on the road all the time, I would come home and between the gigs, you know, your Monday through Thursday kind of time, like, yeah right around sort of tuesday wednesday i'd be like the house needs to be vacuumed <laughs> i i'm gonna vacuum the fucking house bro. <laughs> i'm vacuuming the house and it was like a, a thing of like yo i guess like it was the therapy of it like the fucking just vacuuming the house and like you'd, you you this thing that you'd never got a chance to do because you were never home to do it yes. so there's certain projects around the house that i'm like no, I'm going to install that fucking doorstop. I'm going to fix that fucking, that outlet. I'm going to, well, and, and things that like, again, you could pay somebody to do, but I wanted that sense of ownership, but it was also a thing of like, I've never gotten around to doing them because I was always traveling and they weren't things that were detrimental. It was just right. like, Oh, that light fixture. I want to fucking install in the guest bedroom or some shit that like, it's been there for, I don't know, a year and a half. And like, yeah doesn't really matter but like that moment of like i'm doing all i'm checking off my list of, of oh, those me things too. i i'm i'm on youtube like how to fix hinges you know oh, what i mean I'm dog, like, <laughs> you don't understand no for real i'm like, like there's a lot of drill, that motherfucker. <laughs> like, that's it the amount of times i've gone to like lowe's and home depot and like i'm just i'm super like you know fix it guy but like all these little things that i want to do around the house i'm finally getting a chance to do so the upside is i've been keeping busy you know, for any traveling musician, I think, you know, being in quarantine mode is some of the best shit ever because you're home and you, and you know, if you've never been able to be home for even two weeks at a time, you know, yeah. here we are eight, nine, 10 months, whatever. Like I, I actually like, I'm like, yo, I've moved into a really dope spot. Like I got a nice house. I'm like, I'm, I'm chill. I'm happy with like where I'm at. And but like all the little things that need fixing, I'm finally getting around to doing and I'm stoked on it. The downside is that for all the money that's going out to all the do-it-yourself projects, nothing's coming in to offset that. So it's oh just like God, me just like 
I'm just like, yo, I'll, yeah, fucking uh, new screen doors. Oh, yeah, cool, great. New fucking paint job over there. Yeah, I'll, I'll do the uh, new gutters. Let's do some new gutters. Fuck it. Bah, 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 bah. Yo, so, same shit. I know. That's what your Twitch is for. You're like, okay, we're raising. We need 450 subs for yeah, my yeah, roof yeah, today. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's there's a lot of that. I mean, to be honest, like, shingles. I, 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 I got <laughs> I'm, That's some real talk. Like, the realest talk is that, yo, my, my air conditioning fucking broke in the middle of the summer. And I was like, of course. yo, guys, I hope you're enjoying the stream. But, like, any donations going towards the air conditioning right now? Like, it's just fucking, it's kind oh of funny, God. but like, it's, it's kind of real. Cause there is nothing really coming in outside of like hustling a couple hoodies or, or, um, you know, you might get some people <clears throat> will pay you to do a couple streams here and there as a little private things. But like the, the amount that we were making, I think I kind of speak for most of us, but the amount that we were making, um, was you know was for some of us super comfortable like we were able to make it work but when that just dries up cold turkey like you're just sort of all of a sudden you're like yo nothing's coming in like nothing like i've been i've been operating off of a little bit of savings here and there and um and you know thank god i'm not the guy who went out and like bought crazy shit like i wasn't like frivolous like oh you get a fucking gold chain you get a gold (laughs) chain it's it's not that it's not my style but like I've been able to maintain a little bit. However, um, yeah, man, without streaming and without fans supporting me and without people um, helping me out, it's really kind of like, but it's karma, you know, for the amount of people who I put on my guest list over the fucking years, like the amount of money I've saved uh, probably many of my fans, like the fact that it's coming back to me in some capacity, it's all sort of, you know, the universe providing 100%, and like, 100%. I'm cool, uh, you know, I, I'm, I'm just grateful. I'm grateful that I have a fan base that supports me and has my back. And, um, you know, but here's the other thing too, man. It's like, it's also crazy because it's not just us, but like everybody's, you, most people are out of work. If you're in the creative world, yeah. you're not getting, you know, you're, you're just out of work. So it's kind of a tough situation where, you know, how do I ask somebody who also isn't getting anything to donate to my situation? Because we're all kind of living in this boat and it's like, and we can see all the holes and it's just slowly sinking or it's like slowly every day. We're like, you're just trying to keep the head up. And oh my it's, God, um, I know it's nuts. It's stress, right? It's mad stress, but like, you just gotta, I don't know, man, you gotta keep the best attitude you can. And, and, you know, I know things will write themselves at some point, but I'm just, to be honest, really, I'm just, I'm just, I'm happy and I'm fortunate that I've got a fan base of people who support me and have my back. And, um, you know, it's not even just about like donating money or subscribing, but like people have been fucking breaking me off with shit. Like, Oh, you like coffee here? Here's fucking six bags of coffee. I roasted my own. Like what? Oh shit. Okay. You know, one less thing I got to, you know, exactly. I got to go to the store for it. So I'm, I'm yeah, like I'm, I said, my boy gave me out. a big box of these beers. That's you know, dope. And I was like, that's dope. Thank you. Like, you know, I did a stream for his bar. And then like they gave me tons of alcohol and, and whatever. So yeah, exactly. You, you will. It's like the old days. We're in the barter system here. So oh, completely, completely. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> when, if you uh, DJ my wedding, I'll paint your house. <laughs> <laughs> Oregon trail type shit. Yeah. Yeah. Um, for real. For yeah. Real. But, and same thing. I've been dealing with that too. Like I'm in this room and then like it started leaking and I was like, like taking like cork wine bottle things and sticking it up there. I'm like, okay, let's raise some subs to uh, fix my to, uh, roof. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. Roof. Yeah. No, it's funny, <laughs> man. I got some roof issues. It's the same shit, man. But yeah, but I'll tell you, man, like being home, I've been able to, to like, you know, 
to also be frugal with the fact that I don't have to pay, like, you know, I'm learning electrical skills. I'm learning plumbing (laughs) skills. I'm learning all these little trades like on the side, just, just to get my, my, my crib to be a little bit better. You know what I mean? Like, but I also, I I moved into a spot that was a great spot, but, um, but the guy who owned it was renting it for like, I don't know, 12 years or something. So like the people who lived here who were tenants couldn't give a fuck about this they place. Were like so like dating it up, they just didn't give a shit. And they, and so I'm, I inherited all these sort of long-term problems that I'm like, Oh, look at this. This is going to cost 15 grand. Great. You know, it's like, you know, whatever, <laughs> yes. whatever issue I'm like, Oh, so there's a lot I know. of that. Yeah. Of I just got one of those bills and I'm like, all right, maybe I should add a couple more streams to my, um, schedule yeah. here and get that going yeah, yeah for real for real <laughs> i'm know. about to take on the the, the four color zach fucking uh or the dj i'm, I'm about to take on bella's schedule i'm just bella's gonna be like schedule <laughs> is impressive my god four color zach yeah. kind of has it down uh, he's like the yeah. time management you know bella yeah. is like on some 24 hours a day shit i mean yeah she's like oh, we're going we're going live right now very very impressive yeah some of these people are are going hard i mean i I wonder you know i want her to be on the show sometime because i just (laughs) wonder how that um affects your mental state after a while you know well dude there's got to be look so i'll say this i mean when i first started streaming i went pretty hard i was going every week um did that for a few months and it got to the point where I was, it was therapeutic. It's always been like streaming for me is a level of therapy. Don't get me wrong. Like I'm, yeah, it's nice to be able to re to connect with my fans. It's nice to be able to just get some music off my chest and sort of rinse out problems of the day. But, um, what ended up happening is I would put together these like festival level sets in my well, mind that's what like, i was gonna say you're not just streaming you're not like i'm gonna go on and just play some tunes like no, you were doing no. a full thing that could have been at a festival i watched every single one i think and like they were so in-depth theme heavy with green screens and i mean i want to ask you all about it but yeah you were going in <laughs> it was well the thing is like i was like if we're gonna do this let's do it right let's make yeah. it dope um, but the problem was as I would finish one and then I'd have like a day or two to sort of recalibrate and like just chill. And then I'd get right back into the studio and start working again on making the next one, you know, finding the right acapella to go with this, finding this theme. Right. Oh, we're, let me do a house set. Let me do a reggae set. Let me do a drum and bass set. Let me do a chill set, like whatever it was. And so yeah. it got to be so breakneck that I was like, what am I doing? I'm like, I'm killing myself over here. I don't really see any end to end in sight for this fucking coronavirus though how about i pace myself through this and i'm glad i did because two things happened um the initial you know three four months or whatever of doing it every week had me super like it it fine-tuned my sword it sharpened my sword like i was i was feeling like completely tapped in plus i didn't have to play like songs for becky's you know hey will you play the whatever it's like no man like i'm just i'm doing my art and people are following where i'm going with it so that was great yeah but i also got to a point where i was starting to get burnt out and i saw these people you know going through the quarantine that were like oh i'm learning a new language oh it's so nice like all touring people who were like it's nice to be able to be home and sort of take a a, a breather and i was like i kind of didn't do that and all of a sudden i was like i this is a moment that I felt like all DJs 
This is a great moment to hit reset and recalibrate and just sort of take a moment and sort of be here yeah. and not feel like you're just dishing out, you know, to totally. whoever is listening. And so I sort of stopped and I was like, you know, I'm going to do it once a month. Um, I linked up with Insomniac to do uh, a co-stream. So first Thursday of every month is when I do it. And to be honest, it brought a sense of balance because it allowed me to stream, really go in heavy, but then take a couple of weeks between and just sort of like completely go unplug and like paint the house, the yeah. Zen of painting the house and not worrying about like, Oh, I got to put together another stream. It's like, right. no, it's, let me just bring it down. And it's allowed me to sort of, to, 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 to be able to reap the benefits of just being home and having this solitude sort of, and, and, and the mental, like, everything that's come along with it. I've been able to really process a lot of thoughts, man, like that I wouldn't normally have been able to do. Cause I just sort of, I found a gap and I filled it and it didn't matter about the money coming in. It was just like busy, busy, stay busy. And, and it kept my, it kept me sort of engaged, but then I kind of stopped. It was like, wait a second. Like I need to not be going so hard. How about I bring it down a bit? Yeah. Cause you know? once a week is a lot. I'm even discovering that. Like, I'm like, yo, I'm gonna do once a week. And then I'm like, oh shit, it's already been six days. I like haven't done any of the things I was gonna do and I'm stressed yo, out. Man. And, and yeah, can't it, do it, it is, it's, it's a lot, you know? And, and like you said, you know, and I want my shit to be dope. So I was like, okay, I got green screens. And that's the, the green screen thing is dope, but it adds so much more work too, right? <laughs> Dude, the, well, the whole, the, here's the whole thing is it wasn't just like, Oh, we're out of work. Okay, well, we'll sort of supplement it this way. It was like, no, right. you got to learn a whole new trade. It's yeah. a whole new world. OBS, stream rates, fucking uh, green screen, lighting, um, you know, production. You got to learn uh, just everything. There's yeah, so much. PC uh, computers. Uh, <laughs> oh, dude. Yeah, but you can't stream on a Mac. Don't try and do OBS on a Mac. You're out of your mind. So, like, all these things that, you know, granted, we were all going through it. So there was a lot of like calling the homies like, Hey, did, what, did you, what did you find? Oh, we found this. It was like, Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Check this out. Oh, hey, yeah. get, hop on fucking uh, Amazon, get them now. Cause there's only two left. Oh shit. Okay. You know, it's like, there was a lot of that sort of like scramble. Yeah. I'm just receiving shit. Now I ordered something from guitar center in like April on April 1st. And it just <laughs> came. I was like, it That's was for amazing. like streaming on Instagram. And I'm like, I don't even, this is all Need it now. come and gone. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. 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 No, that, well, that, that was the whole thing, like learning, learning sort of the whole, um, rhythm to that and yeah, uh, comparing notes with everybody. And then, you know, coupled with like, as it's also sort of evolving, like Instagram shutting people down or yeah. getting, you know, Facebook shutting people down or restreaming this or like all the, all the idiosyncrasies that came into that. Yeah. It was such a like, but you know, it, it's very interesting, man. I, I look at it very much like, um, like when, uh, when, serato popped on the scene when we all went from analog to digital it turned into a situation where we um you know all djs needed to shift gears to the new platform yeah. and it was like a, like a canyon appeared and if you didn't jump the canyon you just couldn't make it so a lot of people just fell into the canyon and that was it so right it sort of leveled the playing field a little bit and this is the same thing it's like it's done the same thing you know yeah. It's, it's brought a lot of, a lot, you know, one of my favorite things is it's actually brought a lot of the bullshit. It's turned that down to zero. So yes. there's a lot of DJs who were sort of like, I got a good marketing team or I got a good sort of like, 
you know, maybe I had a hot single. I'm not really a DJ. Maybe you're more a producer or whatever, but I'm getting booked in this circuit. And all I got to kind of do is go up there and sort of do the minimal. And as long as the production's cracking and the marketing is cracking, then I'm good. And people were kind of like just eating up like whatever. But, you know, I understood that. I wasn't really mad at it. I just was like, oh, that's, that's happening too. Like it just right. diminishes the people who are really doing the work. Um, Cause I want to see, I want to see the, the real artists who are doing the work succeed. Um, naturally that's, that's where, that's the realm I live in. So, um, but what's happened is now the fact that it's one camera and people are paying attention to what you're doing, it's brought the eyes back to, well, show me what you got. Let me see what you're, what, what are you doing? Like, what yeah. are you really doing? And if you're doing nothing, you can kind of only keep that up for so long. But like, I remember, I remember I, I did, um, whatever, a couple of Lollapaloozas ago. Um, I went on and the camera guy for Lollapalooza was there. And he, like, I was sort of up a little bit higher up on the stage from where he was at. And he was sort of shooting me. I was like, get up here. And he's like, what? I was like, get up here, man. Like, come up here. Like, get see the cool. Like, this is where all the magic's happening. Yeah. And he, he came up and he was like, dude, none of the DJs want me up here. None of them. <laughs> they don't want me up here. Right. You're the first guy. I was like, yeah, I want you up here. I want you to see what we're doing. They, they, they tell us, don't come up here. Of course, don't you're probably one of the only DJs using turntables at, at Lollapalooza. Well, well, regardless if I was up there fucking doing whatever, it's the fact that I like they don't want people to see yeah. that I'm only hitting a couple buttons or Ableton's doing most of the work and I'm just kind of cheerleading and totally. And look, if, if that's how you're getting paid and you're hustling and doing your thing and maybe you do all your work in the studio, whatever, like all fine. It's not, I'm not really hating. I was just astonished that like nobody want like people are like, no, don't. And now it's, it's oh, it, camera it's, guy in your face. It's that's the norm. So Right. Uh, you know, when I did the, um, when I did the, ins my insomniac stream, um, I did a couple insomniac streams at the very top of, of the, of the pandemic. And the first one was nocturnal wonderland. And then I did, um, EDC, but when I did nocturnal, uh, I did my set and I remember one of the comments and I always bring this up because it's the best fucking comment ever, but like, because think of, think of rave festival show, you walk in there's eight stages all popping off and whatever style of music you like, you go to that stage and you just anchor. So that's all you really see. Yeah. This was sort of pulling the camera back to one lens and we're just cycling through DJ styles. So instead of, you know, being eight stages, it's eight DJs that all represent a different style. And so you as a, as a viewer are watching and one of the comments in when I popped on there, um, well, there's two. First one was like, I had turntables. I'm doing my thing. They were like, are those the new CDJs? I was like, <laughs> that's awesome. Um, and then the second comment that I really loved, which is my favorite was somebody said, Oh, he's DJing, DJing. Yes. And it was like, that's it. So the fact that it's brought people back to recognizing and appreciating and, or looking for more of us to be the performer or the, you know, the musician, the, the, you know, I want to see them play the instrument or, yeah. or do something as opposed to just sort of sitting up there and lip syncing a little bit. Right. And, and also I'm, they I'm don't glad, know, I'm glad that's happening. Yeah. And, and they don't know 
what that is. I mean, even when I was, I remember being 16 years old and going to probably like the beginnings of all those EDC. I, w- I would go to Insomniac. I would go to Pasquale's Raves in downtown. And I didn't know what the hell they were doing. Like I listened to Gangstar and, and would hear DJ Premier and Tribe Called Quest and Beastie Boys and Run DMC. And I knew what DJing was and all that. But when I went to a rave, I was like, it's all mixed together, all crazy. And like, I I couldn't see. So I didn't know what they were doing. And I remember finally right, right. seeing like this uh, R.A.W. He calls himself Six yeah, yeah, Block yeah, yeah, now. Yeah. But like, Six Block, yeah, yeah. So I saw R.A.W. And he would do a two by four thing with this guy, DJ Trance. And then all these guys like Oscar the Grouch and Theo and, and, and um, you know, all, all these guys from back then. I remember finally getting to go back and see it. And I was like, holy shit. They're taking a record with an acapella of the rap shit that I like, and they're putting it over this happy hardcore break song. And it just like my mind like exploded of like they're doing what the hip hop thing is, but it's with the because I thought they were making the music. You know, you're you're naive at that point. You know, right, 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 right. Well, that's that's the thing is most people most people aren't really paying attention to the minutia that is going on up there. Right. You know, they they just go, oh yeah, you're a DJ. That's like. Right. Out. They don't. There's. There's no level of like exactly. Depth or any, so, so that's which the is beauty fine. of it, you know. Like you're but, saying. But 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 the fact that people are, you know, we're under a microscope now. Like yeah. everything is visual. So if people see, and here's the thing, once you see it, you can't unsee it. And so that's the thing. It's yeah. like once you know the depth of where it can go, then you start to go, oh, those people are masters of it, and these people are kind of not totally there yet and yeah. and granted they could both be putting out equally great music it's just if you care about that shit it's right. there now to, to be to be absorbed and um and i right. love that i love the fact that, that it's it's brought it's brought the the um the art side of it the physical like djing it's brought that that art of that uh, to the forefront again which is you know for me i feel like that was something that we were always sort of like you know you know, you'd, you'd, you'd go to a club or something you'd, and you'd listen, you'd be like, Oh, the mix got off and oh, they got back on again. And you like, you, yeah. it mattered. The, the crowd would be like, Oh, or, Hey, or whatever. There's, you know, yeah. that over time just became like, it didn't really matter what was going on up there. No. And I feel like it's slowly coming back to, it kind of does matter again. Yeah. I so, think that the streaming, you know, there's, yeah, exactly. there's upside. There's an, uh, there's an upside I found to the whole pandemic there's a lot of upside to the pandemic if you look for it and actually are open Definitely. to to receiving that. I mean, there's a lot of negative too. I don't want to downplay any of the negative because there's a lot of it. But um, if you just just dwell on the negative, it's it's it can it becomes a bit of a spiral. So if you can focus on some of the positive things that are happening, you know, within our our community or in other you know aspects there is some upside to it and i feel like you know i'm grateful for that because i do feel like when the lights come back on and we're actually all back out there doing it i think it's it's changed the the um the dialogue that we're having now with the crowd and also i like i don't feel like i feel like people are a little going to be a little more receptive to like i want to hear you play me i want to hear what you, i want to hear the the selector the curation of your set i don't necessarily want to hear you play hits at me yeah. i want to hear you play music that you dig and through you. And so it's like, it's, it's allowing the fan or the, or the listener to be a little bit more savvy now walking back into the club. Yeah. Like the subtleties 
stand out so much and they get mm-hmm. to know the, uh, everything from the personality of the DJ to the skills and all of the little things they have special about them and the music that they're that they're bringing and like you said i wonder if in the future like four color zach of course can go to any club and kill it but i wonder if maybe someone will book him to do that variety show like he'll go to holy ship and do that show or something you know or like yo i well i how how could you how could you not like here's the thing like right if I were to just go see Zach play a set, I would still be stoked because he's oh, yeah. dope and, and his, the way his mind works would come through musically. And I've seen those sets. I've been wowed. But like, how dope would it also be to have him pop in and like midway through, there's some whole other thing where you're like, yo, were you there last night? Did you just fucking see the thing, blah, 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 or whatever. It's like, yeah, it's a moment. And you're, you're creating these kind of very interesting sort of moments. And I, yeah. I find that to be, you know, Zach is very extreme because it's he's no, using the medium thing. Yeah, he, he's using the medium in such a way that is it's it's, a, it's amazing to see. Right, um, but just as an example great. of being yourself, and then uh, maybe the DJ world changing and coming out. Even your sets, like you've always been a master storyteller, taking people on a journey, you know, taking chances and all this stuff, and having the themes. But what you did with the Thursdays, every Thursday, and then now with your once a month, I feel like it's different. Um, It's like, it's like just, for example, just last Thursday, you did the chill set, and I've seen you do a couple of the chill sets, but it's literally like, a uh, goosebump type um, emotional type feelings and 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 everyone approaches twitch or streaming differently some people want to talk the whole time and everything's different and i and i think that you have your technique of once in a while acknowledging them and saying hi but basically like you said leaving it to the end to then go in and hang with them have the beer let them ask questions but you the, like you have so many subtle things in your sets and i feel like it you take people on the most insane journey that like, I hope that can come. I know you already get booked to do sets like that, but I feel like it's just taken it to such a new level that it's just crazy. First off, I appreciate that. Um, because a lot, you know, there's a lot of work that goes into, you know, trying to evoke emotion out of these things, you know, as opposed to just, you see it in the chat room, like people writing, like I'm crying right now, you know, that's that's awesome. Well, cause there's, there's therapy, right? It's there's therapy in this. And if you're doing it right, in my mind, the therapy is the thing that you walk away going like, yo, I needed that. And I'm going to come back. And like, that's really, you know, it's funny. I don't, you don't see me sort of like, you know, pushing subs and pushing like it's like if you can donate cool if you if you can if you can kick something down to me to keep my air conditioning from breaking cool <laughs> yeah but like it's really more about like i just want you to experience the music and have that wash over you and have the here's a little bit more armor to put on so you can go back into battle and deal with whatever you deal with until next time and like that to me is excuse me that's um that's more paramount and and matters to me more is to maybe have turned you on. Like there's certain tunes that I play in my sets that, um, when I hear them, I'm like, yo, this is a, this is a heavy tune and I will put that song on repeat for like five days in a row. Like that's the only song I'm listening to for five days because I needed that. It's like, I just needed the full rinse and it's just, it's taken me, it's just taking me somewhere else. I'm processing some shit. And it's like, if I can actually give that same, 
you know, energy to somebody else where they can actually go and listen to my sets and play back or whatever. And that thing hits them in a way that allows them to flush out some negativity or process some emotion. To me, that's, I'm trying to find those songs in my sets and play those, especially now because I have the vehicle to do it. And we're in an environment where that matters way more than playing the latest, hottest, newest track because it pops at the club or whatever. Yeah. You know what I mean? And again, there's a, there's a place for that. But yeah, no, no, not we're saying not saying anything negative or against any of the things that happen. But now you've got eyes and ears on you. There's they're not going to the bar. They're not hanging yeah, out. Yeah, yeah. Well, seeing but their friend. But that's, but that's that's here's the thing. Like I, this is what I. It, it's funny because I, I was thinking about like my days when I was at 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 the Palms. Um, you know, playing Rain in Vegas. It was like I I in any set. I'm always trying to if it's up to me. Yeah. I'm trying my hardest to play you shit you've never heard and or you've heard it, but you re I'm recontextualizing in a way that you've never heard it or right. having you allow you to 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 rehear it or rethink or like, oh, the juxtaposition or seeing the art or the nuance in it or a, a, a line you've heard in a song that you just would never think. And then you repeat it under this context. And all of a sudden it takes on a new meaning. All that shit I'm trying to do right now. I'm always trying to do in my sets, but it's like it's like deep camouflage around this other shit and this is like it's like the medicine in the spoonful of sugar i'm always trying to give you that medicine and certain fans of mine they they see through the camouflage so they they cling on to those moments and that's what keeps them coming back others who are just sort of like oh i was in the club and and you played and it was kind of something about you was different i really dug it well it's like well here's the underlying reason yeah and so to be able to wipe away most of that sort of filler and give you just straight dope, like right to the arm, it's raw and it's like that. So the sets have really become like this moment where I can just be me and the people who are showing up are there to see me do me. Yeah. And that's, if I can, if I can, uh, not even just me, but if we can all do that moving into the future of DJing, I think it's gonna bring a new life of, uh, a new breath of fresh air into DJing because it's going to allow, like, you know how many times I would go to clubs and I would just hear people play and I'd be like, oh, here comes Velvet DeVoe Poison or, oh, there's, you know, fucking, you know, whatever the newest, latest thing is or what, And you're just like, and you can hear them. And it's almost like a, like a paint by numbers. Like, yeah, it's going to come out looking cool, but it's predetermined and it's sort of boxed and a little sort of processed and there's no risk yeah. and it works. And for 80% of the crowd, they're stoked. But if you're a real digger, a real selector, a real like music person, you sort of go in there and go, oh, I'm, I'm getting another, another can of Coke. It's just yeah. another. Well, DJing, DJing is an art. And like you said, it can be done by a paint by numbers thing and it could look fine or it can be whatever you want. Just like art, it can be as abstract and as crazy as you make it. And, and yeah. I think that, like you said, you're able to to give them that through, through this. And hopefully that translates into the future. And I, I get it. I would get stuck in those things too. Like, okay, this we all, is well, what here's the, the thing. Wants. Like I'm, I'm not, I'm not immune to it. We we've all done that. And I've, you know, there's been times where it's like, here's my art. And they're like, we don't care. We just want to hear fucking right. show me love. And like, all right, great. Well, there you go. Here it is. Recontextualize. Here's the remix to show me love. The yeah. 18th remix that you've heard in your life, whatever. Yeah. So I, I get it. But like, the thing is, I feel like this environment has really, it's like, if you're still trying to play that, filler stuff you don't you don't need to do it now because 
the raw people who are there to see you want to see you be you. And if you're not taking advantage of that, like this is a great time because all it's going to do is when you go back out on the road, it's only just going to boost up your real core fans who come to see you. And ideally, if, if you can, you know, I've been very fortunate because I've been doing it so long and I've, I've sort of had, you know, I've pushed this weird uh, musical sort of a journey agenda, if you will, for years that people come to see me be weird and be yeah. me. So I'm, ha I, you know, I'm, I'm very happy with that. But if there's a part of you that's really got this style of music that you're trying to sort of, or this thing that you're trying to sort of get off your chest, but you're feeling overwhelmed by the sheer amount of like, I've got to play the hits, like maybe moving forward, hopefully moving forward. This gives people a little more license to, to overpower and, and do like, you know, do the mixes instead of like, you know, do it like 70, 70% 70 of, of the mix is what you want versus what you have to play. Cause if you start doing that, you know, and I've always been a fan of like the, you know, you know, two for me, one for you, you know what I mean? Maybe yeah. two for you, three for me, whatever, but like always sort of like, I'll give you a couple, but then me like, and that, and, and not me, but to just for self-satisfying, but me as an experiment of you're going to like this. So it's, yes. it's, it's more like this is really for you anyway, but like, it's about sort of delivering right, it in a way. You had discovered curating, it, so you're sharing curating, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like something. The curation. I, I feel like DJs as curators is what I'm really getting at. Like that to me is is the thing that I loved because when I would go listen to DJs play and they'd turn me on to new music or they would take me to places I hadn't been before. Yeah. Um, I didn't mind the stepping stones being the anchors that needed to happen to keep people engaged, but it was the space between that. I was always like, what? You know, and so I feel right. like, um, I don't know, man, that, that to me is, is where I'd like to see, I feel like we're coming out of this. We're going to, hopefully we're going to be in a situation where people are going to actually take more chances. And if they're not already doing it, like now's the perfect time to do it. I just, I also, I'm thinking that fans, real fans are going to come out to see people play and they're just going to be like, yo, where's the, where's the, where's the guy I saw on, on, on Twitch? Like, where's the yeah. creative, like. If you're not giving that, like now's the time to like reinvest into why you got into this. Like right. what was the reason and, and, you know, make it be about that reconnecting with like, I'm, I'm listening to music and going through music these days and getting re-inspired in such major ways. Like, like financially it might not be popping, but creatively I'm as, I'm as, I'm as peaked right now. I'm like, things are just what? Like, and people are also making great music too, which is, you know, you just might not so be hearing good. it. Yeah. It's wild. It's a wild time, man. It's wild yeah. time. No, it's the same. It's just like any other industry. It's like you eat this basic food and then you discover the amazing food or the amazing coffee or the best weed or, or beer or every single thing. And it's with DJing. It became this thing where everyone was doing it and, and very basic. And, and you can't blame the crowds. Like you said, maybe they don't know. But now they're getting a taste of it. And hopefully yeah. that translates yeah. out into the real world. When one day where 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 are we on the list of questions? By the way, we're nowhere. We're just it's <laughs> it's it's erased at this point. No, <laughs> so I'm just I'm just curious. Where where we got? Are we on question two? <laughs> we're, I don't even think we've started. <laughs> awesome, awesome. Um, no, this is just going to be a great conversation where we just hit on what we hit on. I mean, I wrote out a ton of stuff. Some sometimes doing this podcast. Um, 
it's harder to get people to talk than others. Uh, I think yeah, that yeah, you're sure, sure. easier uh, person to talk to than well. From from here on out, who... all you're getting is yes and no. So, <laughs> no, it. I love it. All this is it. this is perfect. Honestly, it uh, you've touched on like this whole beginning of all this, these topics that I had written out, thinking, okay, I need to ask about this, but these are all the exact things I was that I was going to bring up was. Uh, all of it, everything you're saying, the subtleties of Twitch, the, how it's changing DJing and how it's affecting you and and uh, all that, you know, and just I guess one thing I did want to know is since you were, you know, you're you're somebody that's always embraced technology and, and forward thinking and evolution and, and always, you know, having the newest stuff while at the exact same time bringing in the history of things, you know, and, and keeping the history of music and, and equipment and all that at the same time. So how did you decide to be on Twitch so early? Like what inspired that and how did you get on? Well, um, I think, you know, it, it was really a situation where what was the path of least resistance? And right. I found that Instagram, um, gave you limitations. I mean, that's where everybody kind of was. Cause we just were all like, all of a sudden we're in lockdown. Like, what do you do? You just go to Instagram. Right. So everyone was doing these things where they were streaming and trying to like do live stories, right. Or Facebook or whatever. Yeah. And these are things that we were all sort of experimenting with and playing with. Um, as far as like you do a show and you'd be like, let's go on Facebook live, and just Facebook live the show or whatever. Yeah. And so we were doing that stuff, but the problem is Instagram, started uh it only had an hour right so there was that but also right. if you got some momentum going and all of a sudden you played an acdc song or whatever the hell it was yeah. they just shut you down so it was right. like you'd have all some momentum and then you stop and have to get it going again and so i realized that twitch was sort of the best platform for us to have a consistent like it wouldn't stop and so yeah. that was really about it's like let's keep the momentum going um and i also liked the interaction there it felt kind of cool uh, another um, homie of mine, uh, Mers, the MC. Yeah, I saw that he got on Twitch really early on, and I saw it working for him. And wasn't really something that I, I totally uh, was savvy about. I kind of jumped in and was like, "Okay, here, I, here I am," and just sort of decided to take it on. But um, it was one of those things where I also saw the ability to not be on this little tiny screen on the phone yeah. and the chat running. It was like. This is a this is sort of a little more built out, a little more um, uh, like a little high, more highbrow, a little easier. And it's like, oh, yeah. then you can start doing green screen shit. I was like, so I started to sort of like, oh, you can kind of play with the. This is a little more like elastic, uh, you know, has some elasticities to it. You can you can stretch things and you can play with the parameters a little bit. And um, that to me, it it felt like, well, if you're gonna do something visual, and there have been people who've been doing visual stuff on YouTube channels and doing like sort of you know, scratch bastards is one, he, you know, he'd always do these bits and like, Hey, here's this new routine I did. And he would, he was really good on, on the, on the, um, video medium. Yeah. And it made me start to go, well, if I'm going to do it, I kind of can't like just be up there like with a, a you know, with a GoPro and like, bam, Hey guys, here I am. Like <laughs> right. you know, lighting's bad or whatever. It's like, I gotta, I gotta build it out a little bit. So, yeah. you know, it was also sort of hitting up all the homies, you know, uh, early on Rome Diggs, SK, you know, all these different guys who were sort of dabbling with things or, or were, were, um, visual savvy people and hitting them up and being like, yo man, what, how do you do this? What ratio of this? And, you know, just learning the, the guts of it, but also trying to figure out how to, how do I make my thing happen? So, um, 
it was it was very uh it just sort of happened man it just happened yeah you know i wonder like where do you think it'll go from here i know you know eventually we'll be out there doing our shows again and hopefully it's more artistic and all the things like you were saying but do you think there'll be a point where you can sell the Z Trip show to ten clubs in a night and be like, "Hey guys, I'm doing a chill set. Whoever wants to book the chill set in these ten cities, we have this much bandwidth. Like, you all pitch in ten thousand dollars each or something, and then you get the Z Trip chill set. Like, I'm not gonna. And then even you could have a view of what you're seeing or something. I mean, is there? You know, a, if, if a I tell you, I, I would I would love to see it evolve to something of that nature where, you know. If I could only do four sets a year yeah. and that and that was my, and I made everything I needed to make for the year, I would take each quarter of each of the year and make that quarter fully like get, right. I would ball out. I would invest all my time and energy and money to make that to be the coolest right. fuck. I, like, like making a movie. You or, know what I mean? Like, It'd be a or, movie. Or a band that goes on a tour that they have the whole, they work for a year on yeah, the tour yeah. and the show and the, everything about it you could work on that and go okay we're selling this these are the dates that it comes out yeah yeah we have I, this I, many I, places i, love, I I'm, I'm a big fan of that because to be honest um i think there's uh, the one thing i have noticed is if you if you make it available but you don't make it too available it allows people time to to breathe and allows people time to go oh this is special you know yeah. what i mean it's funny i was having a conversation with craze about this you know he and i both had um uh deals that we were doing with insomniac and he was doing a weekly thing mm -hmm. and he's like bro i'm getting burnt out and i was like that's why i only do mine once a month because yeah. i can't whatever and i was like you know i see you getting burnt out maybe try reeling it back a little bit and it's it's that deal of like you i think if you give it to people too often they get um it just sort of becomes like oh yeah it's, it's uh, i he's always there like like bella is always on i know at any moment i could tune in and see bella because she's i swear to god every time i log into twitch bella's just fucking yeah on, me too but, which is but uh, but it works for her though but, well, and there's something say, in well, the streaming but, world that is okay with that but but that's that's the thing is the thing is for what she is doing and it's totally working like yeah. I, I don't want to discount that it's totally working for her she has the ability to sort of bob and weave through that stuff i i'm not like like you said i'm not just up there sort of playing tunes and just sort of you know it's not yeah. like real time for me i'm taking time and making this hour right. be so massive so uh, to to do the space to give people that time to sort of like for my kind of djing i need that space and so having the those moments be a little bit more like oh shit he's doing a show i gotta be there yeah um works for me but at the same time like again i don't want to discount anyone who's doing the weekly right. and the hustle because that is uh I don't want it to come off like that. There needs to be that too, because to be honest, if everyone was just only doing one thing, there'd be this huge gap of like nothing to do. So right. there's a lot of times where I'll turn on these people who are just on and I'll pop them on in the background and I'm listening to them. And I'm also getting inspired and, and, and being able to hop in and chat, whatever. It's just about my output, not being, 
I can't do it daily. Right. I can't do it weekly. It's just, I, it's just oh, too I much. Mean, so. I get so inspired. I mean, today alone, I was like, all right, I got to finish the questions I'm doing for Z trip. And then it's like miles Medina's on. I'm like, all right, I'm going to check him for a second. And then he was doing like the dopest shit ever. And I'm like, okay, I have to listen to this. This is amazing. And Dude, then, the like, amount of, you know, the amount of time oh. where I've, I've stopped what I'm doing and get fully sucked into Twitch is Holy really shit. like, it's, it's a fucking problem. Like that's another, <laughs> that's another thing. It's like, yeah, I will tune in and all of a sudden I didn't get shit done because I, uh, there's also, I don't just put shit on the background. I'm like, you know, go no, about my start business. talking like, to him and then seeing it. And no, then, oh, like, yeah, it's like, oh, it's easier. And then we start having these conversations. Yeah. It's like, so I realized one of, it's hard. one of my tactics now is to like, try and pop in and just like not say anything to anybody just so I can experience it. But like, I love I that like, yo, what's up? And, the, and, and, the, and, and connecting, but I'll find that sometimes I'm, I'm just high-fiving people and saying what's up. And that's awesome and right. fun to do too. But like what will end up happening is I wanted to pay attention to the mix. And I completely didn't because I was, it's like, you know, you go to see, I know. Hey, this has always been, this has been an issue for me. Like I remember back in the day, you know, moving to LA, it was like, you there's so many more shows coming to la so you go to see these yes. shows but like there'd be somebody you'd really want to see like a a james blake or something and you want to pay attention to like these soundscapey moments between these things and you want to like get into this emotion and like if i'm there and somebody sees me they're like hey z trip man how you doing man it's like oh yeah. cool man what cool. have you been up like, to what's going on i'm like hey meet 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 my friend sophia hey what's up sophia hey like yeah like, before i know it, i'm like having this conversation like how do you guys know I, each other you're like oh, i'm trying to fucking watch this shit but like but you also don't want to be like you don't want to be that guy because no like, of course but yeah but there's this you know i used to struggle with that i, I remember i know i remember one time um <laughs> I just remember this shit because I was always trying to think of ways to like, how do I get to experience this stuff as a fan? Um, because I'm a fan. I want to absorb this stuff, but like, how do I try and be invisible? Right. In yeah. these environments. I remember, um, I did a tour in Australia and, um, I wanted to see how the tour looked from the, from the crowd, but I was headlining. And so I'm selling out these, you know, places in, in, in Australia and, packed house and it's like packed right out the gate so the the opener who i want to watch i can't really see them if i go out and i'm standing by the soundboard because people would want to talk to me yeah. so i remember i got this wolf mask like this yes. like rubber halloween mask and i <laughs> and i sort of buttoned up my fucking shirt and put it on this big wolf head and just sort of went into the crowd and just sat there and watched and now it's like it's That's way great. easier because people will look at you and be like who's the weirdo in the wolf mask but no yeah. one's, you know, some people might talk to you, but like, so I just sat there and I was, that was my only way to like watch the show was to like fully be in like a costume. Yeah. Like, Cause that was the only way I could uh, absorb it. But I do remember the, the part that's making me laugh is I remember, <laughs> I remember, I don't know how the fuck it happened, but I remember being there and like some girl sort of like, you know, you can only see out of these holes. So you can't see anything out of the peripheral, but like all of a sudden this <laughs> face pops up in front of me and they're like, <laughs> you're z trip huh you're z trip i'm like huh they're like i could tell by your eyes i was like holy oh, shit like all you can see was a this super was like, fan yeah this totally like <laughs> it just i was dying i was like it's but like it was, you're looking through a hotel room <laughs> a keyhole it was hilarious but yeah i kept i kept the little wolf's mask just because that was the only way i could really 
like be a fly on the wall and just yeah. enjoy the, the set. And, you know, again, there's, there's the upside to, um, to, to having a sense of fame in the, in a community of DJs or shows or whatever. It's like, I, you know, I, I'm, I'm super fortunate and happy that that exists, but yeah, there are times where it's like, you want to go and just, just, just receive and just get your, you know, fill up your creative cup and be inspired. And so yeah. I try and do that sometimes in, in, in Twitch chat rooms. And the, and the problem is like, if they have a thing where like Z trip just joined, it's like all of a sudden my name pops up and it's like, I can't, it's like, I'm there. And they're like, Hey, Z trip, what's going on? And then I all know. of a sudden it's like, Oh, Z trip's here. And, and which is, I, again, I'm fortunate. You need I'm a burner still... account. You'd be like J yeah, 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 yeah. J Trip. <laughs> like he's J Trip. Wolf mask. Yeah. Wolf be like, mask. I know Z Trip pretty good, but it's not me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> wolf but, mask. Um, yeah. Wolf mask is my new. Is my... Anyway, but we um, won't tell anyone. Yeah. No, I know what you mean. It's hard, and 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 that's the cool thing about Twitch is that I can go to ten clubs at once. I could see Miles Medina, then go see Steve Wonder doing Wu Tang yeah, Wednesday, yeah, yeah, yeah. then go here, yeah. then go there. But at the same time, yeah, you get caught. I don't want to go in the chat all the time because I don't want to be like, yeah, uh, everything's cool, great to see you too. Like you know, it's so. tough too because if you if your subscription runs out too and you don't have the right oh, emotes, God. man, you don't want to be caught with your emote pants down. You like, oh. Man, you know, gotta get the you're emote send, pants you're sending, on. You're, you're sending the, the stock emotes, like yeah, a heart or whatever. <laughs> you're, <laughs> you're like that like, guy's face. I don't know who it is. Yeah, He's yeah, laughing. Yeah. Right. I haven't, I haven't been on in like a couple weeks, and my fucking subscription died. But, I know, like whatever. Or no, that's the, actually the bat, the Twitch world where I've been lurking in a room, and people gift me the subscription, and they're like, okay, "Yo, yeah, shout to Spider, yeah. subscribe." And I'm like, "No, no, I'm not here. Oh god, shit!" And yeah, so I'm like, "Yeah, yeah, yeah thanks, yeah. bro. I'm actually yeah, just yeah, dipping yeah. out. Got to put my kid to bed, but uh, great yeah, to yeah, see you." Yeah, I was painting the house, man. I was just painting the house. At, I'm like, like ten background just listening doing great though like it's like <laughs> but yo, but like, honestly honestly look it's i you know i'll fuck around and joke but i I'll, I I'll engage with 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 fans all day long man of the, course the, you're the best on the, there i know well but the reality is the reality is man it's like all we have right now in these crazy times is community and like yes. any kind of interaction like it, what else do I really have going on? I yeah. mean, I might have some And the community's been amazing. Like, it's brought the DJ community together, at least the yo, real DJ community together yeah, 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 in such real. a crazy way. And then people that sort of knew each other but didn't know, or people that were specialized in things like, let's say, you know, uh, OG Arabian Prince, like... I know, like, he so linked dope. you up with the EVGA people. Me too. Like, so good. Got me a computer, like, taught me all these things. He was on the podcast. Next thing I know, he's teaching me about computer things. And everyone has their specialties, and it's all coming out to help each other. So now there's DJs that are like, yo, I'm a DJ, but also I create emotes and and everybody's working together in this way. And people that I'm like, yo, I didn't know you guys were friends. And they're like, we're not. We just met on Twitch. I'm like, you seem like your best that's, friends. Yo, and like, that's, we that's are the now. Best. That, yeah, like, it's fully that. The, I love the, it. The sense, the sense of community is really amazing. It's and so by cool. the way, it's 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 really dope that people are 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 looking out for each other. You know what I mean? Like, um, I hope that you know, I'm, continues I'm in, on I'm in, too. I'm in, you know, I'm in I'm in Bella's chat the other day, and I pop in for two seconds. All of a sudden, DJ Scene gives me a fucking Bella yeah. sub. I'm like, yo, shit! It's like all these homies looking out you know what i mean is really amazing and then i'm also like yo everyone go follow scene he's the shit or whatever it's like right. everyone just trying we're all trying to figure out how to continue to keep the ball 
moving, yeah. whatever that means. You know what I mean? Yeah. Cause we're all and just being sort of influenced like, by each other. Like I meet complexion in, in London and he does this amazing radio show and I didn't know about it. Then I, then I have him on the podcast. Now we're like friends. And if we can ever go on airplanes, like we'll yeah, go yeah, yeah. DJ somewhere together. And you know, there's so many people like in Australia and all over the world. I'm like, yeah, Holy man. shit. Like this is crazy. I'm, re- I'm really, I'm really glad. And I'm happy about that because, um, it's definitely, it's connecting a lot of the dots. Um, I, you know, I've done a bunch of, uh, of charity streams as well. You yeah. know what I mean? That's kind of nice. I got one That's coming been up so soon. cool. Yeah. I want to incorporate yeah. that more into my thing too. Like do some like money making Monday. Like we're making money for something else, you know, like yeah, yeah. it doesn't matter for me or you or anything. We have to give this to somebody. Or, I think, you know. I think, I mean, that's, that's the, that's the deal is right now. It's very, um, I'm, I feel very karmic. The, the karmic element to this is I'm not having to play music. I don't necessarily want to play. I'm playing, yeah. I'm doing everything I want to do. I'm doing it for people who want to see it. I'm able to help out other people. People are able to help me out. And, you know, there's this whole ecosystem of like one hand washing the other and community. And we're all sort of coming up. And to me, that is also one of the things that had this whole pandemic not happened. I don't think that sense of like community would be as strong as it is. It's, you know, and so I'm, you know, again, the upside to some of this negative shit is that these things are happening. And to me, when we do come out on the other side, I feel like it's only going to make things stronger and the, yeah. the shit that matters. It's also the opposite side of that is I've also had a lot of people who I used to follow on Instagram or Twitter or whatever, where, uh, you know, I, we followed each other just for whatever reason over the years. And I start to see their, how they're, interacting or how they're you know viewing political stuff or viewing whatever and i'm just like yo that's some toxic like the shit you're saying is like just like 100 percent. i've had to not mute, re- block unfollow yeah, and, and i don't that, need that, that but, you know no offense to you person but like let's cut that out of my life at least yeah, you know, I, my yeah I don't brain. like i don't need i don't need to i don't need to turn on and be like extra reminded of and or like you know what i mean like yes i, I get enough of it but I, but it's it, here's the thing like having a bad day and ranting about something cool or if you're frustrated, cool. But like it got to be three, four five months in a row where yeah, I'm like, too yo, much. that's just, that's just clearly who you really are. And so let me just tune you out. So <laughs> trying to sort of take some of the negative that we're all living in and just really focus on the positive stuff has allowed me to, to be able to deal with any anxiety or any stress or any sort of like, you know, like how the fuck, like I'll, there are days where I'll wake up and be like, what the fuck is going on? Like, holy shit. This is, are we still here? Oh my that, God. That 100%, coupled, coupled, yes. coupled with, coupled with the environment of, of the social and political things that are going on and, and a you lot. know, the police brutality and all this other like mega shit that you're just like, yeah. Ah, like, Everybody has to... these insane things on their shoulders, you know, and we all have to give each other a break. But Yo. yeah, it, it's like, it's a really hard time. I've had to tell my friends that like, listen, I know you're just breaking people's balls, but like, chill out. It's a hard time right now. Everyone's going through things and trying to figure it out. And even people like 
Everybody, including you, including me, Scratch Bastard, he's the happiest guy in the world, was on here talking about realistic things. You know what I mean? That like the same type of things. We're all dealing with it, you know? So um, I agree. Like you've had to... We've, it's brought people together. It's taken people apart. And and the DJ world had splintered off into this. Com- it's always been competitive, but it was very right. much like I feel like when DJ AM was around, he he was someone that that did bring people together in a way in the community, whether it was him creating this Dexter thing and having Jazzy Jeff and all these parties or having a banana split or there was something about him where people would orbit around him and it would grow into this community based thing. And there's not a lot of other DJs around that have ever done that, you know, and this Twitch thing has helped us to come together. And then as well as like you're saying, just seen some horrible people on social media that we have to cut out, you know, but I, but that's the thing. I feel like, you know, going into this, I always kind of knew who I was and where I was. Um, but being in this, it really solidified what mattered to me yeah. the most and what yes. doesn't matter to me. And I think like, that's a real big deal is to really understand like what I don't want to do, Yeah, you know, and, and, and really like having a, a sense of, um, of, of understanding of like, you know what, there's certain things that I was doing that I thought were benefiting me and maybe they were financially or whatever, but like right. ultimately at the end of the day, is it, is it, is it serving my soul? Is it making me happier? We're only on this planet for a certain amount of time. So it's like, if you're not doing something that you enjoy or you're not, you know, being a part of a movement or doing things that benefit or help not only you, but other people, like you kind of, you kind of have to be of service you, and you also have to be like there to help support other people too. And, and this community, while I've always sort of gave a shit about where everyone, you know, was, and it's just sort of like knowing the playing field and knowing, Oh, that person's this and who's connected. There was yeah. a moment where I was like, I don't need to be so concerned about all of that. What I need to be concerned about is, is this, and like, yeah. this matters, everything else after that, I'll, I'll not, you know, it does matter too, but this matters to me the most. And it was yeah. a bit, little bit of like this whole pandemic made me really stop and go, okay, circle the wagons and really pay attention to what matters and, and give your time and energy to that and like manifest that. And it's been great because it's allowed me to, you know, it's not so much about financial gain, um, which hopefully comes along with it, but it's really way more about, um, you know, going to bed, sleeping, knowing like I made a difference. I helped. I'm, I'm a part of the solution, not a part of the problem. You know what I mean? And, and what little bits of pieces of information or anything can I do that inspires people? You know what I mean? That to me is the currency. It's, it's like, what can I do or what can I add to the puzzle that is helping? Cause so many people are struggling right now, whether it be, you know, financially, mentally, uh, you know, spiritually, you know, physically, it's like, yeah. what can you be doing right now that at least helps people take their mind off of something? And that to me is the currency. That's like, you know, and maybe we'll get back to where it's like, oh yeah, cool. I'll be able to start making great money again. But like, yeah, let's not be that, have that be the focus. Let's let the, let the focus be about like, what can I do to make your day better? You know what right. I mean? And what are you truly grateful for in reality? You know what I mean? Like, and what yeah, are the yeah. real things in your life that, that actually matter? And, and it takes that 
slowing down and and going through hard times to really realize that and like you said like I, I see people on the internet freaking out about certain things and I'm like I have a kid I have different things that I need to deal with you know that that and and what really matter and like you said other humans and I mean I noticed even before the pandemic like DJs have a habit of getting older and getting bitter some of them or getting upset and like I remember going to the Beat Junkies Institute of Sound and seeing the smile on like Babu and all of their faces and the the like light shining in their eyes was like oh my god like there's something about teaching the youth and giving back and what they were doing that was so special that was giving them this superpower of of life that was like this is the key to everything is giving back is the cycle of it all and putting it back into and growing something you're going to be gone and this you're you just planted a tree that will then grow up and then plant more trees you're you know what i mean it's not all about what you're doing and your whole ego like like it should be this life cycle of like you you create a, they've they're creating a farm they're growing crops that then yeah, will man. grow into more and more and and that's where the happiness can come from and and all that stuff is what i realized you know pre pandemic and then being in here i've had to realize all of that stuff in a different way too you know it's it's um that that's that's what matters the most. If you can do that and get paid, you're doing it right. You know what I mean? Right. Like that's that's the, the deal. And so, you know, the goal for me moving forward or moving out of this is to is to be able to continue to, you know, keep the lights on um yes. and be financially, you know, secure, but more importantly, to take only the gigs that are associated with that and, and to only yeah. be doing things that that matter like that. And to me, um you know, one of the, uh, here's, here's a good example. Like, you know, I think maybe two, three months into this, I was really stressing because I was like, I hadn't really come to terms with how this is going to play out. And I had a lot of, I had a lot of like anxiety over what does tomorrow bring? You know, yeah, we didn't know a lot about what the pandemic was. We didn't understand like there's a lot of uncertainty to it. Right. And almost you have um, to go through a grieving process of losing yeah, what yeah, you yeah, thought had yeah. been there. You know, your yeah, life there was, there died was, for a minute, you know? Yeah, there was, there was, there was, um, there was a moment of like real depression that set in for me. Like, holy fuck. Like what? Like yes. everything that I did, everything I did my work my whole life for yep. is shattered. And so I was sort of processing that but still trying to keep my streams going and like dump at least whatever positive energy I could. If I only had a little bit of energy for that one stream for that week, that's where it lived. Yeah. And so I would be depressed and then I'd do my stream and be like super energetic and I get a little bit of like a bump off of that couple days. And then I would sort of like fall back into like, well, I don't know. I don't have any answers for anything. I don't know what the fuck, like we're, we're doomed. The world's going to totally end. totally oh. know what you're saying. Yes. Um, but, there was somebody who hit me up after I did my chill set, my first chill set. And it was this guy who was like, Hey, you know, I'm a, I'm a DJ who's, who's sort of learning how to do my stuff. And I follow you, man. I really dig what you do. And he's like, I'm also a, a, a war vet and I suffer from um, PTSD. Right. Yeah. And, uh, and I, you know, I see therapists for it and I, I have groups that I go to, but I'm also this DJ creative person. None of them understand. It's like, I'm, I, 
he was this person who sort of has lives in this weird um, spot that is very unique. And um, he was like, I just want to let you know, man, your sets really helped me. And, you know, what you're doing has been super therapeutic for me. And, you know, I get a lot of people who tell me like, hey, what you're doing is really helping. And, and I, I acknowledge that and I understand that. Yeah. But his was a step further because we got to talking and he was like, yeah, the other day I had a gun in my mouth and your set got me out of that. Wow. And like when, when you have somebody tell you that, that you're, you're, you're DJing, when you're depressed and you're DJing the moment where you're just, I got to get up off the couch and I got to give my best effort here because it matters even though you feel like it doesn't sometimes and you're just doing it and you're like, you know, I know there's probably people who are streaming and they're like, fuck, I only got 50 people in my chat. What the fuck am I doing this for? Yeah. You don't understand that on the other end of that line might be someone who's watching who might not be chiming in, who might not be interacting with you, but somehow if you're giving out that good energy, they're receiving it and it's making their life better. And to me, when he told me that, that I talked him off the ledge without even knowing I did. Yeah. I was like, there was a sort of sobering moment, man. It, it anchored me and was like, this is what it's about. This, this, this is what it's about. All that other fucking yeah, rah, rah, yo, check me out. Me, 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 my fucking, you know what I mean? Whatever. It's like, that's great. Be boy the fuck out as much as you want to get your name off and everything. But like, yeah, the thing that I was doing that wasn't really about me. It was really more of a service to like, channel some good vibes connected the dots to this guy and it and it saved his life like once once you have something <laughs> that crazy. heavy hits you you kind of can't go back it's kind of like what we're talking about like once you see it you can't unsee it and yeah. so you start to prioritize what really matters and what matters to me is being my most authentic self playing music that i feel comes from here and hopefully hitting people that receive it and it does it's their medicine in some capacity and gives them life to continue moving. And again, as long as I can keep that going and I know that I've done that in the past and I strive to do that moving forward. That's what last Thursday set was about. It was like, look, I got some cool little moments happening, but I need a moment that actually connects the dots a little bit more that brings people to a little bit more of like, you're not alone. You know what I mean? Cause that's really what it is. What you're basically saying is you're not alone out there. You may be by yourself in your quarantined house with no friends, out of your comfort zone, struggling with whatever shit you're going through too, but you're not alone. You, we are connected and there's a tether, even though it might be thin and even though it might only be once a month, I'm here for you and you're here for me. And that's something that, you know, through this whole thing, it's brought me closer to fans and closer to people and it's brought the connection to, to who I'm doing this for, not why I'm doing it, but who I'm doing it for. It's brought that way closer and it's redefined why I'm doing it. It's added another level of why. And that yeah. to me is like, that's the best. That's the, that's the most paid I've been through this pandemic was that it's like knowing that this, this DJing has the ability to help people in that manner. Um, until somebody sort of shows you that you kind of, you know, it changes like, it just changes the way you approach it, man. It it, it levels everything up and, and you kind of can't go back from that. No, that's huge. And it's true. It's That's something that 
emphasizes what you were saying earlier about where the DJing, where DJing and the culture had gone about the me, me, me and the producer that needs to be on the stage. And it's all about that person when DJing comes from the community, comes from the party. Like, oh, what are we doing? We're going to have this party. We're all part. We all have roles in throwing the party and being at the party. And and DJing is a community based thing. And so that's where we've gone back to in a way like we're we're all in this together and we're part of the team rather than you just stare at us and do what we say and put your hands up you know it's not it's not so much about the ego and your ego as the dj and yes like you said of course we're from hip-hop and b-boying and yo what up and i'm the best but in reality that's the real deal shit right there yeah 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 i mean it's it's that that is it at the end of the day it's like that's what you know i think people are really tuning in for they'll take all you know they'll take the the promotion and the hustle and everything that's baked into it but like ultimately at the end of the day if you just make it be about that i people will always come back for that you know what i mean that's the that's the that's what you want that's what's gonna continue to have people coming back around because right that's authentic and real and that's what matters so and i've that's just what, been trying yeah. hopefully that goes to, to the real life uh gigs in a way you know right yeah yeah well that that's what i'm saying like I, I i hope moving forward i hope that it turns into a situation where you know as we are able to start seeing people perform again that it's a little less of like sort of the 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 village people disco era, which was very much about sort of the sparkle and the smoke and mirrors. Yeah. And it's a little bit more of like, you know, the acoustic unplugged connection where you're like, wow, I can really feel and hear the, I can hear it and and I connect with it. And it's not so much about, you know, connecting with me, the artist, it's about connecting with all the songs that I connect with and I'm sort of showing them to you and you're connecting and now we're connected and there's, there's that thing happening. It's, it's, I just, you know, I don't know, man. It's I can get super heavy and deep into it, but like again, no, I one, love it. You've yeah, had some true. people reach out to you about that stuff and, and and really share. You know, I've had other people share equally as as heavy stories with me about how certain sets or certain things I've done have helped them. And you know, and that's the other thing too. As a DJ, I'm putting it out there, and it's all I, there's no crowd. It's all a chat room. It's it's completely faceless. So yeah. any reactions I get on Instagram or, um, you know, on, on direct messages with people who are actually telling me, yo, this happened and this is so-and-so whatever. And like giving me a a breakdown of how it, how it moved them or touched them is like, that makes me go, wow. I'm, it's sort of my, um, my, you know, it it puts gas in my tank to make me want to continue to do this really. Like that's the payment. So it's it's, this weird thing of like, it used to be like, I'll do the gig you'll pay me the dough. I'll pay my rent, whatever. Great. But it's a different thing of like, I'll do the gig. I'll help fill up some people's emotions and, and get them back on, on par to be able to take another day. And they hit me back with like, dude, you were, I was having a hard time and you got me out of that thing. That's the payment now, you know? Yeah, totally. And then like you said, hopefully the the other part of it is what goes around comes around if people do have money and they're able to help you out in this time then then it comes back to you, you know, like yeah, but you yeah. don't have to worry about it so much like how much yeah, do I get I for mean, the that's, gig. That's that's that is I mean on the real I think that's the one thing that most DJs um we're all kind of stressing about is because there's no there's no level of consistency to it and or yeah. the consistency that's there is so, you know, 
it's not like we're, we're, we're making a shit ton of money doing these things on, on Twitch. It's like, it's just kind of keeping the lights on sort of, you know, it's paying for some groceries that week or whatever. And that's cool. Better than nothing. You know what I mean? Yeah. But, but, um, you know, I, I think at some point that stuff will come back around or hopefully it'll come back around. You know what I mean? But I just, I just don't want us as DJs to be so focused on that because there's, this is just a really good time to sort of like, use your art as medicine. You know what I mean? Use your art as therapy, use your art as a, as a means to help other people out. And eventually the universe will bring that back to you. And that's kind of, it's funny. I go back to sort of like, I feel like we're at very much at a, at a point where it's like when we just started, when I just started, yeah. all I wanted to do was play music for people. And I just, you know, I just wanted enough money to, be able to buy more records. And so 100%, yeah. that's really it. And so I'm very much in that headspace of like all the other shit that, that became, it's brought everything back down. It's leveled everybody out. All everyone's kind of the same. We're all starting over in a weird way. And so make the intention be the right intention that you can build a new, your, 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 you can replatform off of this and just carve out, get all the decay and all the, the frivolous bullshit out and make your, make your new thing. And, and it's, it's great too, because also I've seen a lot of DJs haven't done shit. There's been a lot of people who haven't done a fucking thing. It's like, good. Cause all what it's, it's the more noise that's there is, is always been sort of like distracting. So if it's, if it's a little bit quieter and there's only a few of us, it's, it's brought it down to like a little bit more manageable. And I'm cool with that. Like, I like right. that. No, that, that is what gives it the vibe of, the 90s or the 80s or whatever like with that the only people that are doing it are the people that love it um and yeah, if they're yeah. not it's going to shine through and they're going to quit because it's not going to work you know that right, that's the whole right. thing of the streaming all the eyes are on you so people like you online because they see who you are the authenticity of it and if you're genuine if you're not then it's like okay great i'm next channel here we go yeah yeah and, and, and I'm, I'm, ha yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm happy for that it's it's allowed yeah, me, me and it's also allowed me to reconnect with you know, it's the same thing too. Like, you know, you know, being a DJ and just being on the road, like, you know, how many times have, you know, I wanted to see certain DJs play and it's like, well, I work weekends and you work weekends and we're always somewhere else. It's like, so yeah. I never get to see you play. You know, I remember like, I don't know, a month or two back watching fashion do a yacht rock set. And I was like, this is the shit. I sat outside, made a little fire and just sort of had a couple of drinks, yeah. listened to fucking yacht rock chatting it up with everybody in the in the message board and it's like if fashion's a homie like we go way way back and so just to chime in and see him doing like a yacht rock set like what you know a where would i see him really play a set like that right b the fact that i get to to to, to see him and and reconnect with him it's like that's the kind of shit to me it's like i need and it's funny i didn't know i needed a yacht rock set as bad as I did that night until like the next morning I woke up. I was like, I had a fucking great night last night. Like <laughs> listening to Ambrosia and air supply. And like, <laughs> I know. Know? and like, we get to work together. I remember the first night he did that stream, he was doing it and he's like, Hey guys, I, I, I need a name for this shit. And I just put in the chat, I go rowboat rock. And he's like, oh, boom, that's the name. Next week he had so all the great. graphics made. It's like, we're all like here for each other. That's, to that's do what it. I'm saying. That's what I'm saying too. It's like everyone's it's the, the, best. the, the amount of like, support that's going on in the community is really amazing and yeah. so and, and again too like look at podcasts and shit like this yeah. having the ability to sort of have campfire and drum circle style like that is yeah that's the only way we're going to get through this man like yeah. to be honest this 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 is as therapeutic 
for me as it is for probably anybody who's going to listen to it like totally you know, so, and, i had uh, dj and, puffy was on last week and at the end he's like this like filled up my cup you know because in the beginning i'm like oh am i bothering these people trying to ask him to talk to me on zoom for two hours and then he was like i needed that so much i'm like me too that was the best like i got so much out of it you know and and exactly like it's therapeutic i learn a lot and then people hit me because in the beginning of this podcast i thought okay i'm gonna tell stupid funny stories from the club you know or just like whatever like basic conversations and then it started getting deep and and getting thinking and all these things and being a combination of everything and people started hitting me up like i learned so much about this i got so much out of this i'm like wow this is cool it's a way to teach people and connect with people and and yeah just like you're saying there's the silver linings within all of it and i said that in chat room the other day i'm like yo sunday i like literally traveled the world i got on my bike i put in my airpods i listened to dj nuts in brazil to yeah, the yeah, yeah. illest set ever as i rode my bike then i switched to dj marky in another part of brazil do the illest jungle drum and bass set then i got home and heard jazzy jeff do the craziest set ever with these samples and edits that, you know, and I'm like, I just traveled the, and then scratch bastard. I'm like, I went from Canada to America to Brazil. When it's else so would dope. I be able to do this? No, that that's the, I, I will say that that's also something that I'm so stoked because I would have, you know, I would do these sets or these things. and I would have fans from Australia or Brazil or whatever, hit me up and be like, when are you coming over here to tour that thing? And I'd be like, I don't know, man. I got to figure out when I can sort of weave that into the schedule with the stuff I'm doing with LL yeah. or the stuff I'm doing. It's like, it's hard to sort of like, I'm just going to go to Brazil for three weeks. Right? right. So the fact that when I do a set that everybody can tune in around the globe at once and be, if you're a fan of mine, you can speak to another fan of mine. You both can be like, did you see the latest episode of the Mandalorian? It's like, we can all be talking exactly. about the latest fucking thing. Cause it just happened. And so it's like, did you see the set? Yeah. When he did this, it's like, so all these fans get to interact and get to meet each other. And it's like, I don't have to wait for like, yeah, I'll be touring over there in six months. Like hopefully you'll see the tour then it's like, no, you get to see it in real time. So the streaming thing has been amazing. Cause it's brought this sort of, community even closer and it's allowed this through line where it's like it's the same thing like i hop on one day and it's like oh or how about these people who curate these streams where it's like you know serato i've done a serato thing where it's like they bounce around from different djs on one stream so all i gotta do is put it on and it just goes on for the day and they're taking they're curating and taking me through these different journeys it's like yeah i love that man i think like it, i've never been more inspired i've never been more moved um and, you know, I find my fucking Shazam is way off the charts because I'm oh my fucking God, Shazamming it's crazy. Everything. Sometimes I just put Brian, on like, auto and just leave it and then check it later. I'm, I'm like, just, holy I'm, shit. You know, there's so much good music where I'm like, what the fuck is this? How do I not know about this? I and know. so, um, you know, I'm, there's there's a lot of things that I'll, I'll, I'll Shazam, I'll download. And there are things that I won't even necessarily play. It doesn't really fit into anything, but I love the tune. And if I want that kind of vibe on like a Sunday morning or if I'm going for a, a drive and I want to like, I yep. got a tune that I heard the other day that was mad inspiring, allowed me to sort of like, so I, I'm cre like I said, I think I said it early in the, in the, in the podcast, I am at one of the most creative sort of, um, inspired moments in my career. And I can't wait to take that and go with it. And I'm, I'm yeah. hoping, I'm just hoping that other DJs are, are, are having that too, because it's such a fucking, it's like, 
it's it's such a time right now, man. If you're not tapping into that energy, you're really missing it. And right. it's, it's, that's what I've, I've been trying to tell people that that it like hit me and they'll be upset and we'll have these conversations and I'm like, I know it sounds stupid. But go online and either listen to these people or go do it yourself because you're going to get more out of it than you think. You know what I mean? Like, it's important to chill and get your mind together. But to dwell and go crazy, that's where the anxiety and the craziness starts brewing up. And and there's there's a priceless once in a lifetime moment happening right now with, yes, people being sick all over the world in the pandemic. And it's awful, but also with music and creativity and all of us being able to experience each other. It's a re- it's a real interesting renaissance, man. And I feel like, you know, I'm starting to get to also know some of these DJs who I've known for years. I'm starting to get to know them musically. Yes. You know yeah, what I mean? And yeah. that's and something personally, that like, I get to know who they are. I'm like, this person's great. I didn't even know, you know, you're in a club. You're like, what'd you say? Like, you can't, you don't yeah, know yeah, yeah. who they are. You no. don't even know what their and voice also, sounds And also like. like hearing somebody do a, a you know, a, a funk set or a, a Brazilian set or, or a, a, a house set. And like, I didn't know you liked house. I didn't know you liked that kind of house. Yeah. And they're like, Oh yeah, I love it. I just never get a chance to play it. Like that to me is I'm starting to get to understand the depth of some of these people. Right. And I might've only mistook them as like, Oh, I only ever knew you as this, but you're really this, that shit is like uh, the, the amount of note taking mental note taking where I'm like, yo, make sure you see this person perform live. Make sure you follow this person, subscribe to that person. It's it's um it's allowed me to I don't know, man. I'm just super re inspired, yeah. man. No, me too. I mean, I guess that's that's you know, we're in California. It's probably like the most locked down place of all. Yeah, yeah, but yeah, yeah. That's what's le- been great, you know, because I think it it's led to all that stuff from us. And I know we've, you know, like I said in the beginning, I had all this stuff I wanted to talk about. And like in reality, a lot of it was um stuff that could have applied to not anything, you know, like bef- your pre-career pr- before. But I think all the things we're talking about now are are more important and more relevant and uh, will be more relevant going forward if someone listens to this a while in the future, you know, and this is yeah, like... Yeah, I agree. I agree. It's it's a, like, this is a very, like I said, it's a very pivotal moment. It's like, yeah. it's like when we went from analog to digital. Yes. Same kind of deal. Like this is the next, next canyon that you got to jump over and... You know, it do, it's not easy, and it's, right. you have to you have to you have to be willing to lose a lot in order right. to gain much more because it's yeah. it's a new skill set, it's a new you know, it's a new pivot. And yeah. um, but the other side is actually it's pretty good if you know how to flip it and you know what to do with it. But like, yeah. there's plenty of other people on the other side who are down to help and down to to share and and are also on that journey too. We're all figuring it out again, which is really right. like, how would you have thought that? And you know. No, I'm 30 years deep into my career and I'm still like, oh shit, learning some new shit about the, like, that's the fun part about this is that it's continually evolving. And and even somebody who's as, you know, been doing it as long as I have, I'm still learning new shit. And I love yeah. that, you know, Me too. new I mixers mean, yeah. are, new mixers are coming out, new gear is coming out, new technology is happening. People are making new tunes and there's new ways, there's new ways to create acapellas. There's new, there's such fucking so much new things yeah. that are out there that, you know, 
Come I know. on, man. It, it's, a, I know. it's an amazing And learning time. more things about my DJing. Like you said, I've been DJing 20 years. And this morning, I did a stream last night and then realized all these things I could have done and then done this and that. I wake up, I'm writing all these notes. And okay, for next time, I got to pull these kind of music. Have these acapellas ready. Oh, I want to yeah, do this. Yeah, I want to be able yeah. to execute like this. I, I wasn't able to do what I wanted at that time. But now I know why. You know, and, and yeah, it's just like I'm constantly learning and I'm super inspired. I can't wait to go back and reorganize the crates the way i wanted to have it last night and all that stuff you know it's crazy who, all right so I, I i have a couple questions for you so who give me maybe your top three um uh, people that you've seen that have been inspiring you as far as twitch specific and not, you're not just like they're good djs because i think we um, all kind of know who some of the best ones are but like who are some people that you and, and almost i almost even want to preface this by saying like maybe even exclude some of the obvious four color zach is, is, is well it's a, hard is i mean four color zach's been very um he's a he's embraced the medium and utilized all uh, a lot of for what it is but i think you know scratch bastard um is someone that like you said he already was able to utilize video and had his online school and had his his youtube videos but the way that his personality and his DJing and his music curation and love for music and all of it has come through. And then his ability to adapt has been inspirational. How he's like, okay, I'm going to make Bastard's Barbecue. I'm going to make my top grilling club. Jazzy Jeff, too. You know what I mean? Some of the people that have been in the game the longest, I mean, you, you know what I mean? Like you three right there, Jazzy Jeff, Scratch Bastard, and Z Trip have stepped up in a way that is like holy shit they're taking things to the next level and then even when i thought they took it to the next level they keep doing it up 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 every time because not just with like oh my god he has a green screen like it's way beyond that it's the ability to adapt the business models the music um ability to to the dj sets that you guys are doing the um all of it just adapting to the technology and um you know, like I watched Scratch Bastard DJ for literally 11 hours last week. I'm like, what's <laughs> wrong awesome. with you? But like he did a set on Jazzy Jeff's thing. He did a set on something else. He did his own sets before, after. He had like all these things going on. But the way that he's selling hot sauce, he, he's he's... He's he's going all in on it, you know what I mean? And same thing. He lost all his income and this and that, but it's like not going to dwell on it. You're going to go. And he's like, I'm doing f today 45s for 45 minutes, you know, and like just constantly like doing it. And he's like laughing like we got a hype train level five to a saxophone solo and a Gil Scott here in 17 minute live song, you know, <laughs> I'm like, dude, I fuck yeah, see, those, this those, is great. Those are the moments I had. I had a hype train and I was playing <laughs> full on jazz at the end of my stream the yes. other day. Like I was I was blown away. I was like, I was it was, you know, I was playing a cover version of Blackbird by the Beatles, Brad Meldow. And it was, you know, he's a, he's a piano player. It's super like j jazz and yeah. like hype train. I'm like, what the, like what it's the, the juxtaposition was amazing. Yeah. Um, yeah, that that I love that kind of shit. But well, thank you, by the way, for that. I was just curious who are some of the people I mean, that you've seen that have been like. like I, I I find new people all the time that I'm like I love their DJing, I love their approach to all this, and people I didn't even know. There's like those guys in Vancouver, the Funk Hunters. I don't know who that was, yeah, yeah, but like yeah, yeah, yeah. I watch them those all the homies. time now. I'm like I love these dudes, and like there's so many people, and like you said, just from all over the world. I go, I realize that 
for some somehow Brazil has banned all bad music or somehow because every Brazilian DJ only plays the best music and the sets I've shit, ever yeah. seen. That's just that's just Brazil. That's just Brazil. I'm like, they what's going on out. down there? Like, no, but yeah. just just so many. I mean, you know, Miles Medina, like people that I've loved before, you know, Jay Espinosa, but also getting to know everyone's exact um taste and personality and how they're so different even in the club world and people like eric deluxe and dj5 and these people that you're like oh you know they people not i know them but people from the outside might be like yeah they're like the vegas club kind of dj but like five's doing coffee streams and playing all the things he likes in the morning and everyone is finding their own approach to it which is so nice and refreshing and you know gets me addicted to watching all the time and for sure for sure you know, yeah. All right. So, so my next question for you, now that I've I've taken over your yeah, podcast, let's and now go. I'm the twenty podcast hosted by Z Trip. <laughs> <laughs> um. So my other question to you is because you've actually had all these people on, um, I wanted to sort of see what sort of you know I haven't obviously I haven't been able to watch all the podcasts. No, I know a lot yeah, of the of DJs, course. but you sitting there and seeing them all come by you, you know, yeah. and being sort of the, what's, what is like some of your biggest takeaways? What are some of the biggest lessons that you could sort of encapsulate for anybody who is a fan of mine who hasn't really seen yours or might not have the time to watch them all. Right. Give me a, a snapshot of like, what's some like your five biggest takeaways of, of what you've learned and what matters and what's sort of like been paramount or what's changed your whole perspective based on, these questions you've asked. Right. Well, and also, you know, that list I was saying before is infinite. I mean, because I got I can't forget people like DJ Scene and people that have really adapted with their own styles to it. Yeah. But, yeah. Um, you know, like I was talking to um, DJ Brace, I think, a couple of days ago, you know, and he does that fretless fader thing. Yeah, and, yeah. and he's, he's like, incredible. He's incredible, right? So so he hit me. We're, we talked on Twitter, which is obviously a great place to have an in-depth conversation. No, I'm joking. But it's <laughs> the shortest, you know, I'm like, so I was like, yo, dude, let's talk on the phone. You know what I mean? So I can right, like, right. actually tell you what, because he's like, do you have any advice for getting on Twitch? What have you learned? Same kind of thing. I'm like, there's no way I can tell you on here. But uh, like, and, and I don't know if there's a top five, but I think one of the most paramount things and something we've said a bunch of times in here is that being yourself and being genuine and being authentic is the thing that's going to shine through in the streaming world. So whatever that is to you, do it, you know, because you will never be Z trip or four colors, Zach or anybody or Bella fiasco or anyone that's on there, but you have to, you have to get, okay. I think a few things, give yourself the time to experiment um, and grow and not be too hard on yourself in the beginning and the ability to just do it because it's never going to be exactly perfect right away. And don't be too hard on yourself and think, oh, I don't have enough viewers or, or that didn't go the way I wanted. Give yourself the ability to, to do that. Then be yourself as much as that is and keep tapping into that um, because that's the thing that's going to make your stream special as well as going to tap you into playing the music that you love, you know, and remember why you started DJing. Why did you start DJing? 
that first day, the day that you saved up and got your turntables and finally got them and went home and plugged them in? And what record did you put on? Why, why did you put that record on? And when you would go to the shop and you saved up enough money to buy the records, like tap back into that mode and, and scratch for no reason in your room, you know, like those kind of things, like, like just try to remember why you're doing this, um, and be authentic to yourself. I think that's something, um, you know, and don't, don't be held back on what you think the rules are or what anyone else is doing. And don't look like it's like we said, you can get very caught up in watching other people, being in the chat room, talking to everybody else, comparing yourself to everybody else. But I read someone say something like, don't stare at someone else's lunch for so long that your food gets cold, you know, because you're going to, yes, it, their shit looks dope, but like you need to eat your shit. You got to work on your right. shit at some point. Right. So turn their, sh get inspired, then turn it off and fucking go to work because, um, you know, you got to do it. And also, even if you're not inspired or even if you do feel depressed, the same way you said, um, I, I didn't even know why I was going to do this. I felt depressed myself. I was like, I guess I'm going to go stream. I'm going to do this. And then that guy told you about the gun in his mouth and such a crazy moment. Like, there's a bigger reason why you're doing this. So, like, go and do it. Do the work for the work's sake. Don't be, don't wait to be inspired. Just like, jump in and and the inspiration will create the motivation don't wait for the motivation to create the inspiration you know or whatever i don't know what I'm saying, right 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 you right, know what i mean right. like like go and force yourself to come up with the routines even if you're not in the mood and then that will spark you to to be into it i think those are things i've learned from people being on here and seeing them you know tap into what they're doing and, and become successful through it and learn um, if any of that makes sense. Yeah, no, this, I, I was curious just cause I, I, you know, I, I wonder what sort of like what the overall takeaway is for a lot of people, you know, going through this. I mean, I kind of have an idea, you know, based on my conversations with people sort of yeah. in this circle, but um, you know, just wondering if there's something that stuck out that, you know, that, that wasn't necessarily obvious, you know what I mean? Or just like, Oh wow. I didn't really think about it. Like, or that perspective, because those to me are the things that I'm now trying to figure out if there's anything left on the table that I haven't, I haven't gotten to experience yet. You know, like, Oh, right. Hey, you know what, this, try this, try this sort of angle or, or, um, you know, I'm, but I'm also pretty, I'm pretty vast when it comes to like experimenting in, in period. So it's yeah. like, here I am with this environment. Like, how do I make the best of this? situation right. well, but you know i'm, I think I'm it's curious like, there's other things that i missed the sky's you know I mean? the limit like the, it's there's infinite possibilities at this point so don't like realize that then don't get bogged down by it and overthink shit you know what i mean don't overthink shit and just go for it and do it and you can always keep adjusting as you go you know that's the advice i say to people like just so sometimes I think about the, the, the options I have at my fingertips and it's paralyzing in a way because it's too much and it's hard to make a decision right, right, on right, what right. to do. So just right. make the decision and go forward and, and, and do it. Cause sometimes I'll, same thing. I'll be like, well, why am I doing this? Or what's it going to lead to? Am I wasting my time? Should I be doing something else? And it's like, no, do it. It's, this is the right thing to do. If for some reason your brain and body and everything's telling you to do it, then do it, you know, and you can always, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm a big fan of that. Yeah. I, I, I'm a, I'm a very big fan of, of trusting your gut and listening to, you know, listening to your inner voice. And that, um, 
you know, musically, I feel like that's something that I've, I've, I've also been, for me, I've been tapping into on all the different various sets and different yeah. themes. It's like, you know, oh shit, you know, I, this is something that I'm feeling right now. I want to play this style of music. It's funny, man. Like there's one thing I've gotten really into, um, that, you know, there's a part of me, it's like, oh man, my hip hop fan base might really not fuck with this. But then there's also part of me, it's like, but if I fuck with it and I'm fully hip hop dipped, it's in, it's in my DNA. Like if yeah. I fuck with it, then doesn't that kind of make it hip hop in a weird way? Like through the lens of that, like if I dig it, like I would think that they would dig it. Cause it sort of has this, this layer or aura yeah. of hip hop around it. Maybe it's not on the nose. That's but always like, been your thing from the uneasy listening and all that. I mean, you were playing other music from the perspective of a hip hop DJ in a way. And that's what, DJing itself is was people that were inventing hip hop and using all the other music to invent it, you know, right? Yeah, all so. the other ingredients. Yeah, I've, I've, I've gotten very much back into that. And also, because there is no dance floor to worry about, yeah. or there is no like, it allows me to go on these stretches where, you know, I can play this, this really acapella, you know, I've done some really like ethereal acapella vocal sort of stuff in the past and it's like i can go on these things where that thing just goes for a minute and a half where if i were to do that in the club people would be like what is going like yeah you know they just it wouldn't well, work because you don't get the subtleties of it but i saw you do that you played a speech and you put just like a subtle amount of like a uh, delay or echo on it and you had it going with the thing and then you would cut certain parts of it maybe and then let the rest flow and like it I, I heard every fucking little piece of it. You know what I mean? That's and in dope. the club, you don't hear it. Like, And it's not your fault or the club's fault or anybody. That's just the environment you're in. And, and, right, some, right, right. and someone's saying, hey, meet my friend Sheila and whatever. That's just <laughs> yeah, how yeah, it goes. Yeah, 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 but yeah. on here, I'm like, I got my headphones on or whatever. And I'm like, wow, I'm hearing every part of it. And it's touching that musical part of my brain that need you know in that special way that like, yeah 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 no but that that to me is like that's what i've i've found i've i've really gone back to like the idea of when you would make a mixtape like you'd make a mixtape because it gave you the creative license to to do long stretches because there wasn't an immediacy of i need to please you or i need to keep you moving or i need to right. sell drinks or i need to you know keep your attention it's like you know it because it's something you just put on and and detach from that was the thing that I, I i realized and i would do that it's different if i were to do a show if someone were to come to see me do a show like a concert more than a club yeah. then i i would take these moments where i could i could tell the lighting guy hey man at this point i'm going to go into this thing and it gets real sort of serene and mellow can you just put a green just put green on the stage for like this you'll know and it just sort of goes and so it's like that moment where you can stretch out and then you can come back and it's like yeah you have this moment where you can sort of play with it at a club i can't do that so it's it's different environments but this it's allowed me because it is what it is it's allowed me that creative license to even go a little bit further now where i can really lean on that moment like it's like a yeah. massage right you yeah. find that vein where it's like oh you're hitting it right it's like oh hang on let me really spend 10 minutes working this fucking thing out and when you leave you're like that's the best massage i've ever had in my life i yes. feel like i can move the muscles again yeah it's musically musically i feel like right now i've i've gotten back into that headspace of like who says i gotta 
all the rules are like everything that's you know up is down fucking yeah. black is white whatever everything is just different everything that was one thing is now uh, the opposite so i'm realizing that like there's certain things that i would go and play and be like i don't know now i'm like no this and it's, and it's it's funny i did one thing like maybe my fuck i don't know fifth stream and i had this little thing i do with um an acapella thing with Nina Simone and it's real spacey. There's yeah. no beat. It's just real. Like if you come in sort of head nodding and then you sort of are like just floating in space and it's, and it's long. And I was like, I'm going to lose everybody on this. Cause I still <laughs> had that mentality of like, keep them, keep them, keep the attention. You know what yeah. I mean? Hey, Hey, right. Keep, keep I was like, so I did that and I thought, well, I may lose people. I may not, whatever finished the set all the feedback was like that was a great set that nina simone thing you did was fucking amazing i'm like so that was the thing that had no it was just ethereal and there was nothing there was it was just this me right. just taking colors and just sort of doing this with it and that ended up being the thing that resonated so much because people needed to feel a connection to that and it was like all that cutting and dripping sweat like making these things line up was that was cool, but didn't register as much as the thing that I was the most afraid about. So the risk that I took in that made me go, Oh, I could double down on that. So now I've, I've in my sets, I'm starting to take a little bit more Liberty. There was a moment yeah. too, like, uh, in last, in last Thursday where I really, I did another one of those where it's like, don't be afraid to let it go. Another eight bars, another 16 bars. Like right. if it feels right, marinate in it a little bit. It's true. You know? Yeah. No, so. la last night I was, I did a stream and I was like, all right, I'm going to do this. I'm going to do this and plan, you know, trying to plan things and same. Okay. There's all these people in here. I'm going to do these routines I made up. And then I remember at the end being like, all right, I'm kind of, I think I'm done. I didn't set like an ending point. And then I was like, oh, there's all this dope stuff I have that, but it's so chill. Like probably I'll just play it and everybody's just going to slowly like log off, you know? Right. And I start doing it and everyone starts lighting up. What's this? This is amazing. And the numbers start going up and I'm like, oh, sh and this was last night, you know, and I'm like, oh, shit. OK, maybe I should tap into this kind of thing. That's what thing. I'm saying. I was like, worried yeah. like, ah, you know, they want to hear me play the rock stuff or that I did with Blink 182 or whatever. And then instead, I'm playing the most chill stuff I find on Spotify and and it becomes this entirely different stream. Then Chris Carnes comes in and breaks, and all these DJs and be like, I love where this is going. And even like DJ Revolution comes in. I'm like, oh, you know, he's like it. rev, like all mad. And like I streamed this weekend in the middle of the night, and I was like, I just did the dumbest shit on earth. I was showing like the funniest videos and just being completely myself, just silly. And Revolution's in there, and he's like, I'm like, this guy probably thinks I'm an idiot. And he's like, I can't fucking log off, bro. This shit's funny. You know, and I'm like, okay, <laughs> I'm making him laugh. But like, that, but yo, but that's 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 the thing is everything that you have programmed yourself to think. Yeah. You have to reprogram it because that's the thing. Like, use yourself as a as a barometer, as a filter. Yeah. It's like, do I like this? Do I fuck with it? Well, if I fuck with it, There's they're gonna reason. fuck with it. Yeah. Yeah. And like, and chances are the thing that I thought that they wanted is not the thing they like yeah but the thing that i really wanted becomes the thing they really wanted too and so yeah it's a sort of reaffirmation of like yeah wait a second like it, you know having the 
having the the skill set of of seeing it or hearing it in the first place that to me is something that i think as djs we really need to be listening to that voice right now more than ever because that's if i log on and i and i see somebody just sort of just playing tunes that's cool but like if you're getting somewhere it was the same thing with like early on when bella started playing yeah. there was a moment where she was playing and i was like this is cool but like you know i want to hear the music that you what what would you be listening to at your house by yourself i remember yeah. excuse me i remember having a conversation with her on the phone i was like what is that and she's like it's blues i was like you should play some fucking blues and she's like you sure i'm like yeah you should do it you should totally play some blues so she did a thing where she would make drinks and just played some blues records That's and great. people were super engaged because it was like she was it was like setting the tone it was like i felt like i was kicking at her at her at her couch like with a drink like just fucking drinking fucking whiskey <laughs> listening to the blues it was yes, like exactly it wasn't it was and that was like the best thing so it was yeah. like and I wouldn't have thought that that was right. something That's that- That's what I'm saying. Sky's the limit. Like, it's not just DJing. Even Steve Wonder said to me the other night, he's like, you don't need to be so worried about making sure you mix the eight bars. You know what I mean? Play a funny video and go to the next thing or like do a thing. And I'm like, you know what? You're right. Like, you, it's we're not in a different world, you know? So, And I think that, you know, you're someone that's always taking chances. I mean, I remember- probably going to see you at House of Blues 20 years ago, all on vinyl and buying $25, which was a lot of money for a ticket and going like, I'm going to see this guy Z trip and like being up in the front. And like you had, you know, did all these crazy mixes, but you had the like Janis Joplin, you stop all the music and you go, Oh Lord. Oh Lord. Uh, you know, the Mercedes Benz track yeah, 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 and then yeah, yeah. play and then bring in the DJ shadow drums. And, you know, I know it's one of your like routine mixes and, but that shit is burned into my head to the point where I can see you doing it in my head. I can feel what I felt at the moment of first hearing you do that. I can remember all my surroundings. Like I remember that. I forget everything. I have a horrible memory, but like I can remember that shit. And, and it, that's the key to all the DJing and the taking the chances from before Serato, before all of it, that's DJing and that's the taking the chances and that's the things people are going to remember and that's what people should remember in the future of all this past pandemic, yeah. past streaming, yeah. Yeah. all of it is is take those chances and so now we're in this Twitch age and the streaming, take the chances with this, you don't have to just DJ, you can make drinks and do blues and do whatever the fuck you want, you know what I mean, how yeah, yeah. Zach or anybody's it, doing and, and I think that that, you know, you're, you're, an originator of a lot of things and i think you're an originator of taking chances to the fucking extreme level and that is the thing people are going to remember you know what i mean so even if you are the illest scratcher i'm sure i remember dope scratching and shit but but there's there's a difference to the taking the chance and like what people yeah, are gonna remember yeah. you know what I, I mean well yeah man i i fully agree and i and i i think i realized that early on that it's like if you, how, how am I going to set myself apart from everybody? Yeah. Like, okay. Yeah. I can do doubles and routines of like Peter Piper or Apache or whatever. Like, but that's, that's sort of a lot of people can do that. What's going to separate me. It's like, Oh, how about I take this tool and this outcast and mix those together or yeah. whatever, just weird juxtaposition that I sort of create a own my own thing around. And I feel like right now, all these DJs who, uh, 
you know, if you have that inside of you, you have this, this, like, I really like this thing and I really like that thing. And these are things I listen to, but and they would probably laugh if I played that. It's like, no, now's the time to play that shit. Cause if you do it right, you might stumble on people going, holy shit. I didn't realize that you also had that, like, give me more yeah. of that. And you could start doing things that are a little bit more rooted in, in your core. You know what I mean? Right. And hopefully, hopefully you're, you're taking more chances. You're doing more of that stuff. Because to me that like, that's, that's where I, I get excited. It's like, I, I want to hear you play some down tempo. I'm fucking bummed. I missed last night. I want to hear you <laughs> play some chill shit. Like that's, I haven't heard spider do that set yet. Yeah. So it's like, I'm going to do it. I'm going to, I mean, I've been inspired by your stuff and, and I've gone through so many evolutions of how I've been a DJ, but exactly. We only know each other through certain periods of time in our life so sure. um this has been such a nice and that's what i woke up this morning like okay shit i'm gonna get together these kind of crates these i want to be ready to do any kind of set um, yeah man you know yeah. on here you know it's um yeah and just and just open the door to whatever just the same way like you know my stupid mag life thing i do on instagram and i make funny faces that's the best thing by the, that's the best by the way like you should you need to go out and just do those continue doing them more and more like i know it was normally like killing time at the airport but yeah like you need to go someplace where you can sort of pull your mask aside and just be like i know <laughs> well <laughs> it's in my stream there's an entire section of it now where i go to this tv and it's a whole thing but i need to figure out how to like update it and bring it in but i'm just using that as an example of like like you said like that's something stupid I did. I would work forever on a remix or something. Put it out. Get like hardly any attention. <laughs> Everyone would be like, yo, mag life's the best thing ever. And I'm like, but it just shows that you tap into something that you're doing for no reason that you love. That's just for fun. And that's the thing people are going to remember. So, and, and that's true to your self in a way. So yeah, whatever yeah. it is. And now's the time to really tap into that. And it doesn't even have to be full on DJing, but I know I got to, you told me to make a coffee table book of it a long time ago. And I'm like, you, sh you totally need that to should man. be like, my that's, merch. <laughs> <laughs> that's it. That's it. Just sure. It's just you like something before what is, what is the thing of uh, how it started, how it's going. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I know. Yeah, man. Dude, I know. This has been fucking great to chop it up, man. I'm glad we got a chance to do this. Yeah, me too. No, so so good. I mean, yeah, I want to uh, you know, I want to let you go like I we didn't even tap into like any of the stuff with like I want to talk about your collaborations with LL Cool J and Rock, you know, Rock the Bells Radio, like so many things. Yeah, man. Um I mean, we could do a part 2 or something. Uh, I got to get you on there. I got to get you to, to do a mix if you're down for that. Um, I'm totally I got to get you down. to do a mix yeah. at some point. Yeah, I yeah. saw you had Steve Wonder. I listened to all those ones that you just had for Thanksgiving. It was so dope so yeah yeah i gotta get you um i it's it's funny i'm i'm slowly trying like i'm trying to like get the right combos of like couple newer cats couple older cats you know uh I, yeah i'm getting the right female i'm tr trying to find the right female djs to also plug in there too because definitely i want you know i want it to be well balanced but um it's also about you know getting making sure that people have skills like i, I don't want to just you know, just slapping together some tunes or putting a playlist together isn't really what, you know, anybody can make a hip hop mix, but I want you to go in and like really, you know, tear it apart. And that to me is, um, is finding the right DJs to do that. And I know that you'll, you'll get in and you'll, you'll, you'll do some, some crazy shit with it, but 
um yeah man top of next year i'm gonna just be the call's coming man okay. I, even on my list there's a list of cats i'm like i gotta get that cat I gotta get that cat no i so know I'm how it slowly is going Same my this podcast list, i'm like oh, there's so many people i want on like you just gotta get down it yeah no i appreciate it thank you for even thinking of me i'm, I'm definitely down um do you want to hit any of these internet questions people said or uh yeah yeah out? we should do it we should do it let's do it no let's do a, a, a speed round I, of course you ask people uh <laughs> well, that would be the dick move to be like, later. Well, we know. covered a lot of it. I mean, that's the funny thing. Like I said, I wrote out a lot of questions and just like psychically, like you talked about a ton of them. You know, I did want to talk about a lot of the, you know, like your mic opening for Rolling Stones, like so many of these amazing historical things you've done in the DJ world. But I guess maybe we do a part two and we can get into part all two. that. Part two, um, we can go into the history, like the top. Okay, this the is the current moments. day Z trip uh, philosophical and streaming talk. Um, yeah, and yeah. also just to ta- one thing to add into all that is I feel like the DJs have have adapted to this world and the companies like Serato that are run by DJs. But I, I hope that this the booking agents and the managers and all of them can tap into ways to adapt the business models to it. Like we were saying, like be able to book you to stream around the world all in one day to a bunch, even when things are open, you know, like, so the Brazilian yeah, yeah, yeah. people don't have to wait four years for you to come or something, you know, I think, I think that's probably, uh, that's probably, you know, in the works or there'll, there'll be some sort of, you know, way to do it. Maybe it'll be funded by like some, you know, corporate entity that can, that can yeah. back it or whatever. But like, I think also though, there's a level of, you know, I, I if we, if we don't, if I don't get to say this before we finish the podcast, it would be a, a, a crime. I think the very biggest thing that I think we should touch base on or speak on really briefly yeah. is it's very much about do it yourself. It's gone back to yeah. um, independence in a major way. You know what I mean? Like the fact that we have the tools and the ability now to connect with fans like that to me is um, you don't necessarily need to have all these other things to make it work. You could be doing them yourselves. And I think that's something that, you know, moving forward, we should all be mindful of. It's like, you know, I, I, I'd like to see those things happen on a bigger scale with budget and, and production added to it. But ultimately, um, anything right now, you know, press up some records, make your own merch, do your own streams, you know, reply to every message that you can. Like, there's a lot of like, it's, it's gotten back to like, it's just this. It's just us. Yeah, so, yeah like, I know so many people are like, I can't believe you wrote back. I'm like, what else am I doing? I'm happy to yeah, talk exactly. to you. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, but I, I feel like it's, it's, it's people just be, need to be mindful of like, don't, don't wait for other people. Just do it yourself right now, yeah. man. Like that's that. And this is the time to do it because there's a little bit of, you know, people are a little bit more lenient to, to, um, people figuring out sort of how to communicate right now. Cause it's a very, yeah. it's a very communicative moment so but definitely definitely get out there and do it you could do those things so yeah that's true um all right let's um, see uh okay dj you want to do some speed round ones dj scene said uh do pineapples belong on pizza that's just a quick uh i I, yeah i i'm not a fan of pineapples on really anything so my answer to that is no just because i'm not a pineapple fan all right let's uh we got a lot of nerdy DJ questions because a lot of DJs yeah, ask, so I'll, I'll try to group them together. But DJ C808, um, he matches your sweatshirt right now. Um, he said, how do you structure your Serato crates? Oh, <laughs> that's really good. How deep do you want to get into that? But. No, like that's... 
That's a you huge have thing hour? on here. Do you have another hour? Because uh, we could really yeah, go into sure. it. <laughs> we got a lot. Um, of, this is going to be Joe Rogan know, level four hour podcast. <laughs> yeah, no. Well, this is this is one that's really interesting. Um, you know, I I do a lot of sub crates. Sub crates are like the key to everything for me is yeah. having one crate that's like sort of like the theme of whatever. And then I'll go in and I'll lay out sort of you know, there's always sort of a, there's always three that'll go in a crate. If I'm working on a set, it's whatever the name of the crate is. So say it's uh, journey into sound, which is my, my, my monthly on Twitch. Right. So, uh, you know, I'll put that in journey into sound Thursday. I'll, I'll label the day. Uh, and then the first crate is all. And so what I'm doing is there's the lit, there's the crate. And then in the sub crates, there's all now I'm taking anything that I hear that, that, remotely lends itself to i may want to put it in i heard that song i don't know what i'll do with it i'd hey cool or these are new tunes that i haven't even listened to yet but like i need to go through them it just i just shove everything into a crate and i call it all and so that's everything then i'll start going through that crate and grabbing little bits and pieces and i start putting the next crate is called bits and so that's if i find like i've got these three songs that mix together that's a bit and like I don't know how I'm getting into it. I don't know how I'm getting out of it, but I know that these three work together. So that's a bit. And I'll start stacking bits and I stack the bits by tempo. So if it's like, uh, here's a, a bunch of bits at 70, here's a bunch of bits at 80, here's a bunch of bits at, you know, a hundred, here's a bunch of bunch of bits at 115. And so I'll stack them accordingly. And then the last, uh, crate that I'll have will be, um, all of the bits themselves in a crate that's just BPM and I'll uh, arrange them as BPM. So if I'm in the bits and I'm bouncing around and I'm like, I get lost, I don't really know where to go. Then I'll go and I'll take, and it's sometimes that could be stuff that's bits, stuff that's from other places, but it's a, a, a folder of stuff that I know that I want to play. Yeah. And it's all labeled by BPM. So I'm bouncing between just running down sort of where I am in the tempo and key. And then these bits that I want to interject in there. Got and it. then, you know, so that's sort of like how I'll set it up. But, but is that by to, theme, like genre, not genre, but like a uh, vibe theme that you're doing if it's a chill set or. Yeah. Uh, I mean, normally, like if, if I'm working on a set, it's like that. If it's, um, if it's a bit more stock, if I'm like, oh, uh, you know, rave tunes, well, right. there's rave tunes, then I might have like rave tunes. And in that thing is like all, and then it might be instrumentals, acapellas. So it's like depending, but I'm always sort of making subcategories of things where I can get through if I know, oh man, I, I, I need an acapella for this moment and I'm just freestyling. Yeah. I know that I have a folder of stuff that I've sort of filtered through. So I'm not going into just my mass acapella folder and just going through and like, right. Whitney Houston doesn't need to be in fucking rave folder. You know, uh, yeah. I don't need to put two live crew doesn't necessarily need to be in rave folder. So it's like, I'll weed out some undesirables that wouldn't necessarily fit. And so there's, there's sort of those things going on, but there's a lot of like, um, I'll also put a lot of, um, emojis on certain things. It's like, if I need to find a certain thing, I might attach it to an emoji. So there's like, I have these weird sort of ways of, of navigating through my own library. It's really, it can get deep and dark and that's, a, that's a whole nother podcast because it, well, it gets I mean real deep. It's it's great. It's it's you know one of the most popular things we ever had on here was like uh, DJ XL explaining his 
uh, music organization thing for Serato, and then a lot, of, and then I start asking all kinds of people, and those people love that on here. But um, yeah, yeah, that's amazing. Just that little bit of insight, I think, will yeah. help and, a lot and of people. Sm- and smart, smart crates are also like crucial too. Like that's another component okay. of like weeding out um, uh, certain things, or if you're looking for certain things, like acapellas and you label them a certain way, you can make that as a smart crate. So it's like, there's just, there's a lot of, uh, there's a lot of, of nuance and, and refinement down to like the last little bit. So, right. But you got to keep it organized anytime, by the way, anytime I get new music, there is a huge chunk of time that goes into relabeling. If things are not labeled correctly, uh, categorizing BPM key, cue points loop points there's a whole level of like even if i never use the tune it's like i gotta get it and put it in and sort of map it out and then it goes in the, on the shelf right it's very rare that i get something in and just sits there or i never get to it it's like i'm constantly you know that's the behind the scenes there's, there's any time before a set there's a good day or two of just me prepping which is like right. i'm not even i'm not even in the studio testing out songs i'm just literally fucking labeling and and uh and and categorizing it's brutal right it's i i hate that part of it but it's crucial and also it gives you the confidence that once you're there you know what you're doing and you can just focus on what you want to do yeah yeah, true you just drag it all in and then just like like is there a section of stuff you're like i'm not going to play this i'm just tagging it for now or Uh, not it's it's i don't know that 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 part's a little sort of come and go but i I, i'm constantly making I'm constantly making new folders with a date on them. So I, I can cross reference them with, um, iTunes. I cross reference them with, uh, you know, days I imported things in under, if there's a, there's, there's a lot of like, it's a lot of cross referencing going on live. And it's, it's a, it's a lot of it's based on date and least and based on, um, tempo. Okay. Um, all right. Um, and then I know we want to do speed round, but looking at these questions, they're like all like the deepest <laughs> thing ever. But. Well, we'll try. I'll try. And, I'll try and hit some of them. Okay. Well, um, John Lax wrote, um, he's really curious to hear about a few things. One is the technical aspects of that recording. Oh, oh, he had. Okay. So this is backwards, but he said, can you speak about the future primitive disc and where it sits in the history of mashup or open format DJing? Um, looking back, what do you see as the legacy of that recording? And he just uh, also wanted to know about the technical aspects and the historical context 20 years yeah, later. Yeah, that's, um, you know what, I will probably have to do, uh, every so often I'll go in and I'll do sort of a, a, a re-examined, um, I've done that for Sound and Vision, I did it for my album Shifting yeah. Gears, um, a couple others. I'll probably go in and do a real heavy breakdown on 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 that mix in particular, because there's so much to it. Um, yeah. So and much. it was also around the, it was around the time of, of, of uneasy listening and sort of fits into, fits into that story in a, in a major way. But, um, I will say this prior to uneasy listening and prior to, to, um, future primitive, um, I had been throwing in rock records into my mix way heavier than I, normally would and that was all based upon um i would do these mixes and i remember i like did a van halen mix i think it was or a pink floyd mix or something and i did like six hours and somebody came up to me and like that was a great set that pink floyd thing you did and i was like wait a second i played for six hours and that's the one thing that you're pointing out it's the first thing so yeah. it made me stop and go you know what 
let me, how can I put some of this stuff in, but like not, not tunes that are necessarily well known, but they're tunes that I dig that are funky or have lend themselves to sort of hip hop. And those to me were, that was kind of how the mashup stuff really sort of took off is that I was trying to figure out how to incorporate more of this music that I loved, not, not necessarily, like I said, the hit tunes, but like the album cuts of albums and groups that I listened to that I loved and be able to figure out a way to make them presentable or palatable to people in a club. And so I started doing that more and more and more. And I think when Radar and I sat down to do that set, it was very, uh, at that point in my, in my, um, my path, I had always, I'd made it very much a point to always try and, and bring in, you know, these rock records that, uh, that were interesting and could lend themselves to creative moments in the, in the mix. And they weren't necessarily songs that I heard any other DJ play, you right. know, we might all know the songs, but no one was playing them in that environment. And so, yeah. and I started to see like, this is kind of the ace in the, up the sleeve. It's like, I can pull these out and if I've got people's attention and it's not like a peak moment of the night, but it's also not a, a quiet moment of the night, but it's a night, it's a part of the mo moment of the night where people are paying attention and I can create a, a, a thing for myself. Let me do that. And so I, I was very sort of aware of doing that moving, moving on. And that's, I think after I'd done that enough, it, it really made me go, okay, it's time to sit down and do a, a full, um, mix of that stuff. And it was right around the time when I met DJP that I'd been doing that pretty heavy for a minute. And, um, when P and I got together and I heard him do a little bit, I was like, we should do a whole mix of this stuff, but it was kind of the, the arc was going that way. Um, and, um, and it'd been like that for quite a bit before, uh, uneasy listening came about for me. Right. Um, dope. All right. That was a, that was a good concise thing of it. Um, the, um, Man, there's so many. So, um, well, someone else asked about uneasy list. A lot of people did, but uh, seven oh eight press said, "How did uneasy listening come about?" That is all. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, that was again. It was. It, it was, kind of goes with that story. It kind of yeah. It kind of ties into that. Um, Rob Lecalci, uh says, "Talk about teaching. You're a natural at explaining things." well and your tech and music knowledge is second to none i'd love to hear your thoughts about teaching the next generation of djs we kind of touched on that earlier um, yeah but. i think well i mean i think it's it's i'll i'll say this about about teaching um i think sharing the knowledge and 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 um being sort of an open book about it you know i mean for the most part with just about anything yeah i might say you know, maybe sometimes certain titles you don't want to give up because they're very your sound and you found this record and you want to champion it and, and you want to make it, uh, you know, your thing before everybody else eats it up. Like that's something to be said uh, about sort of like sharing too much of, of, of your, your arsenal. However, excuse me, that being said, um, I think pretty much anything else it's about letting people know everything like, you know, show everybody all the magic tricks and how they work because just because I show it to you doesn't necessarily mean that you're going to do exactly what I'm doing. Yeah. In fact, hopefully you'll learn a new way to do it, but it's about, you know, being comfortable and knowing that I have my own sound and my own thing. And if I'm, 
if I'm telling you, here's the ingredients to make this dish, we make the same dish. It's not going to taste the same yeah. just because, you know, so I'm a big fan of like, give people the tools and teach them how to, how to do it themselves. And, um, and, you know, inspire people to, to want to push their, their creative. So I'm a big fan of, of teaching and, and sharing and, and learning. And, and I'm also, you know, as much as I may be a teacher, I'm forever the student as well. And I think it's important to, to maintain that, like to, to always be a fan. You know? Yeah, I agree. Um, DJ Marvel asks and same, so did, uh, I talked to someone today in the UK, they mentioned something similar. Uh, do Canadians or British people ever call you Zed trip? Oh yeah. Yeah. <laughs> All the the time. first time I went to the, well, the first time I went to the UK, I did a radio show. Um, they were like, yeah, we've got Z trip. And I was like, no, it's Z trip. They're like, yeah, Z trip. I was like, no, no, it's, it's Z trip. They're like, yeah, Z trip. We say Z over here. I was like, what? And so like, I didn't, it doesn't have the same ring. Right? Yeah. It didn't, it didn't, it didn't. I was like, what? Oh fuck. And so I, I've, you know, the B boy me was like You're saying it wrong. But, uh, but like, eventually I kind of like, I just embraced it. It was like, you know, and it's funny cause now, um, like Babu, he just calls me Zed. What's up Zed? it's like that's just the nickname like it's like you right. know or even I on twitch you have your z force but i guess in some parts of the world they're the z force it's the z force in certain <laughs> spots yeah it's it's funny man i i uh i i didn't know that like i you know it took me going overseas to understand that like that's how they see, said z was zed it's funny but yeah that's, man it's cool I, I i i embrace it i love it <laughs> i actually have fun with it um dj arrow wants to know did you ever get hit uh, buy a skateboard while you're DJing on the ramp <laughs> with Tony, with Tony. Hawk. Just like, um, yeah, yeah. There were a couple, there were a couple of times when we were like practicing and messing around. We had some close calls, but, uh, yeah, that's, that's like my one big concern. It's not the needles. It's not, you know, I got phase up there. I'm not worried. It's like, it's like, I'm worried that a fucking skateboard is going to hit directly on the screen, like shatter. <laughs> uh, and then I won't be able to DJ cause I can't see. It's like, yeah. you know what I mean? there's a there's always that sort of level of like fear but there's also a level of like fuck it man just go like yeah and, and, and those and but like skateboarding also, right there that that's yeah the, that's that is skateboarding but those guys are so pro like yeah like they're so in control of their body and their and their movement like i i don't worry about it man it's like i have fun with that that's one of my favorite times to play punk records and scratch and just go fucking balls out while those guys are riding it's so fun man so yeah. fun um all right should we do a few more there's a lot sure sure <laughs> all right um dj equal says bonnaroo dust in the wind routine on the main stage epic talk about it <laughs> that's the talk about it um <laughs> Speak yeah that's about uh, it be about it if you are this far along in the podcast at this point <laughs> um, yeah we do are yourself a we're favor. two and a half hours in that's awesome do yourself a favor and um google this and or go to youtube and find it but the bonnaroo set uh dust in the wind lighters google that amazing and come back and and yeah we'll pause really quick ready go ahead go do it we'll be we'll wait for you ready <laughs> and we're back wasn't that amazing wasn't that incredible <laughs> that was fucking shit. crazy right holy shit um <laughs> No, there's a moment there. Um, you have to go see the clip because I can't really do it justice, but like there's a moment there where, um, yeah, I, uh, basically at the end of my set, 
so here, here I was on the main stage of Bonnaroo. They're sound checking um, Trey from Fish. He's doing his, he's like the headlining set. And they're sound checking, hitting drums and snares. And I can't fucking hear what I'm doing. And I, I my monitor system's not the best. They didn't give me a mic. Um, I have my headphones and I take my headphones out to plug in the back to use like the old school version of the mic. Wow. And I'm talking to the crowd and it's like, I can't really tell if they can hear me. I don't, it's just like, I'm just playing. I, I'm sort of, they've, they've really set me up. I was almost like an afterthought in between music. So I'm just vibing, playing the sun's setting. And at the end of my set, I'm like, Hey guys, my name is Z trip. This is going to be my last one. And, uh, you know, I'll tell you what, man, before I go, like, if you can hear me put a lighter up, we're going to light this place up. And all of a sudden, 70,000 people start lighting up the place with lighters. And I was like, at that moment, I'd been up there for an hour. At that moment, I was like, they heard everything I did. They've been fully engaged the whole time. And they're fully here present. It was like that moment at the end of my set where it's like 70,000 lighters. So the lighters are up, and while that's happening, and I'm doing a mix, live mix on vinyl, Dust in the Wind with this breakbeat, the lighters are up, and Vinrock from the um, from uh, Triple Threat is behind me with a camcorder, and he's recording this. This is how there's footage of this. Yeah. And so the lighters are up, but because the lighters are up, everyone's like, whoa. So everyone starts pulling out their cameras to take pictures of all the lighters. And so now there's all these cameras popping off. So there's lighters that are doing this and there's cameras that are flashing everywhere. So it's like double light show happening, which is just mental. And um, I got to the end of my mix and I was like, look, just like a birthday cake, I want to blow out the candles. So on the count of three, I'm going to blow them out. So I I brought the music down. I was like, you ready? And they're like, yeah. So everyone's lit. Lights, things are all popping. I'm like, one, two, three. And I went, and you see all the all the lighters go out, and it's but it's like it's like how sound travels. It's like this wave of lighters that sort of go out. Yeah, it's the most beautiful epic thing. And the fact that um, Vin Rock caught it on on video was like chills moment, man. It's oh it was um, yeah, that was that was a spiritual kind of moment for me. That was like a that's 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 incredible. So that's yeah, amazing man. go go check that out you'll you'll it's it's pretty crazy dope. there's another and then cr- share it then go yeah. share it go share it like and then retweet and then follow and then give it a so, review give it a um, review give it a thumbs up you're like not that epic um, yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> i've seen, seen better <laughs> seen yeah. more lighters yeah um yeah <laughs> remember when people used to have lighters <laughs> <laughs> um yeah, and and the crazy thing is that's seventy thousand people. There's another video of you, like I think, talking to like what five hundred thousand people or some shit, right? Yeah, there's there's the yeah opening for the Stones was four hundred fifty thousand people. That was half a million people. That's a much. country. And that was <laughs> that's that a was European country, right? There. That was the craziest. That was like that's a whole, and that was me on stage with vinyl. They rolled me out. And it was like here you go, kid, and you know I'm playing. Rolling Stones, ACDC, Rush, you know, it was SARS stock, right? So they had this big stage set up. It was in Toronto. Um, Justin Timberlake played a whole bunch of people. But here I was like, there you go. Go get it. And you're like, uh. So I had to sort of navigate my way around. Like, I'm a rock kid and I grew up listening to rock records. So like, what would they want to hear? They don't want to hear 
you know, hip hop right out of the gate. So I had, I did the, the, Oh Lord, DJ shadow blend and sort of got them on board. Then I think I did a Steve Miller thing and then something else and three or four songs in, I won them over and made them go, okay, this, he's playing these tunes, but he's doing it in a way that's kind of interesting. And yeah. by the end of the set, I did my who thing with a little drum and bass thing. And then I played the Beatles revolution and uh, had everybody waving a peace sign in the air, you know, at the end. Cause I was like, there's no way I can do some sort of like, you guys feeling good. Yeah. By the time, like it got to the very end, like, like, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, It was just, I was just like, so just let's, we can do everywhere. You can do this. Wow. I had the whole place. It was, it was a moment, man. It was, it was intense. That's amazing. Yo, no, your, your ability of crowd control and mic work is just legendary. I mean, I remember when I got asked to be the opening act for Blink-182 and my, first thing i did was look up all those videos of you because i'm like how was he doing that like i don't know what (laughs) i'm going to do like i'm so out of my comfort zone here like i'm like i'm not going to be able to do what he does but i can at least take some sort of inspiration and knowledge from it i remember dude i remember i remember we spoke or had conversations around that time because you were like fully getting prepared it's like that's a whole nother beast man like yeah like you and, said, and, having but, to win them over. I remember the first show being like, that didn't go good. Like I was yeah, like, yeah, oh, yeah. I had this oh, whole dude, plan and I was like, that was the worst thing I've ever done. And now I <laughs> want to kill myself. And then the next show, I was like, okay, let's get back on the horse, you know? And then it, yeah, I figured yeah. out the like winning them over with what they like, then switching to things they don't know. Then, you know, like that, that dude, kind that, of technique. I had, to, I had to do that. I had to do that with Lincoln Park, um, you know, for a couple years i toured with them like wow. and you know different versions of 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 their tours um yeah and it was it was very much like you know ding 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 hello uh <laughs> hey uh i know you don't really know what i'm doing up here but i'm about to show you and there was like moments where um you know i went in with this preconceived notion of what i thought would work and it ended up not working at all and you you learn, you adapt, you pivot, you figure it out, and eventually you find your rhythm. And um, then I ended up not like not just finding my rhythm, but like killing it, like getting to the point where it's like I know exactly now I know exactly where to fucking, you know, you become a master in like four shows. You have yeah. to sink yeah. or swim, right? But so, you, you um, wouldn't get there without the mistakes, I guess, and and then having no, to but figure that's, it but out. But that's that's the whole thing of like, you know, I know that I can speak to you about that. There's other DJs who've been in that role you know uh cut chemist opening for um uh uh what's her name the uh uh oh the fucking i don't she know played the super bowl. she played uh, she played the super J-Lo? bowl uh no 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 <laughs> janet um, jackson <laughs> no the the fucking wolf what's her fucking name oh, uh, shakira shakira fuck i couldn't get the name uh him cut chemist i did opening not for know shakira. that Oh what? yeah, that's like a, that's that happened. That was a that's thing. That's amazing. So yeah, like talk to him about that. He'll he'll break it down for you. But like learning how to adapt in those situations, you know, yeah. kid cut up opening for Pink. Like there's right, you know, it, opening for Share. He went on tour with Share. Yeah, wild, <laughs> wild. You know what I mean? I know. Well, what like, about to with me? El- like, well, sorry, go ahead. I was gonna say, you know, it, there's there's always there's these DJs who take chances. Mixmaster Mike, you know, I mean, oh my opening god, for Metallica. Like there's these you know, you got to learn there's, you know, there's, you got to learn how to bob and weave and like adapt and, you know, and it's very real. It's a very real thing. And, and there's nothing more raw than getting booed or, or trying a test out and it failing horribly. And you just being like, 
fuck it's sobering as fuck and it's real yeah. and if, and like to me if you haven't had that moment as a dj you haven't really you haven't earned your that last stripe you need that last yeah. stripe that's the stripe that's like that's the that's the boy scout badge that you gotta like you gotta walk that fire path man because it's real and um i remember at one point uh being up there and trying something and you know people would throw shit at you and i remember a dime a fucking dime came and hit my needle and was like and fucking just and it was like all of a sudden the stadium was quiet and everyone was like oh it, it, it's just so hard <laughs> to recover from it was like you oh my god like, i had oh, i had ice cubes like, like hit my straight up face like there, i was like uh, uh, and then you don't know who did it like you yeah, know. no, you just, you just, those are those moments where I remember there was a kid rock video a while or whatever back where he, <laughs> he was fucking doing in the video, doing something like somebody like he was up there singing and somebody threw something at him and just hit him in the face. And he just like took it. And it was like, you know what I mean? Everybody <laughs> at some point, if you're in that environment, yeah, like you've had that happen and yeah. There's a way it's like dealing with a heckler as a comedian. It's like totally you, you gotta learn how to how to pivot, how to read the crowd, how to know how to fucking show must go on, bro. You gotta like learn that shit. It's heavy, it's heavy. It's a heavy thing. I know. What about like with LL Cool J? I mean, we're talking about rock, but what about in the hip hop world? I know you're from that and like all that stuff, but um you've done some massive shows with him, but have you done it where you came out before him and like had to rock the crowd. I feel like I've watched. Oh yeah. 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 Like no, that. I mean that, that's, that's almost but that sort of comes off a little the... better. Cause you know, already. well, it's, it's, it's a little bit more the, you know, I know, I know that world, you know, and right. I know how to tap into that world better than any world. So I'm very much in my environment and, um, right. And yeah, when we do shows, it's very much, uh, it's sort of baked into the thing where I come out and sort of like set it off and, um, you know, and it also gives me a read. Like once I sort of, you know, two, three songs into it, um, I got to read for the crowd, but there are also yeah. times where it's like, you'll, you'll do, you'll play a, a, a festival where, you know, we're built into a bigger thing that you yeah. have to, you have to approach it a little bit differently. I think the clip that's on my, my YouTube channel of, of the rotating stage where it's like, you see me, um, on with that, a platter in DC where we played, yeah. it was a Foo Fighters show. Um, a festival that they were curating and we were on and Hart, Gary Clark Jr., uh, Trouble Funk played. That was also dope. Wow. Uh, a couple other people. Um, but Hart had just finished playing. Hart, right? <laughs> yeah. So, you know, they're done in a barracuda. And they freaking, then all of a sudden it's like they turn around and it's like me. And I had to sort <laughs> of like hop on and do my thing. And it's like that moment of like, you have to figure out a way to sort of woo them over and talking to them and hitting them the right way and sort of presenting it in a way that, that matters um, for them to understand it was, you know, it's very seat of the pants, man. It's very yeah. like you're, you're, you have to have piloted the plane, a few planes to know how to like get in and navigate around those waters. So that's definitely, um, I'm, I'm, I'm happy that I've, I've been in those circumstances and situations to know how to, not only do it, but also um, not be phased by the sheer magnitude of what it is, because yes. there's a level too of, of, you know, you could get real caught up in that moment. And, um, you know, earlier on younger me, you could hear it in the voice. You could, you could hear it in the, it was like, you know, sort of getting your legs, but yeah, I'm, I'm rock solid in this. Not, you know, not, it doesn't phase me now. I, 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 I can definitely 
you put me anywhere, man. I'll, I'll, I'll Harry Houdini my way out of that motherfucker and have right. them like chanting my name at the end. Yes, I know, you know? dude. I just saw B-boy. they have a, they have um, break dancing is now an Olympic sport, like officially. Yeah, 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 yeah. And I was yeah. thinking, like, you should be the DJ for it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. Yeah, that was well, interesting. Like that, that whole component, and same with skateboarding. Like skateboarding, like all these things that are yeah. starting to they need DJs to come into... in and uh, provide yeah, the yeah. right thing for that. You yeah, know? like I know you come from I'm that a, world. I'm a gold. I'm a gold level Olympic DJ. Yeah, like, come that's on. Some shit. You gotta get the right. If you're if you I'm, have an Olympics, <laughs> yeah, I'm down for that. You know, All right, that's, I, that's gonna be I an interesting you. situation. I know. All right, down. I'm down. I rise to the <laughs> They're occasion. They're probably just gonna have some pre-made thing like ice skaters have or some shit. You know, yeah, <laughs> maybe like yeah, some really canned. But who knows, man? We'll see. I, I, I that's there's a lot of questions that are, are coming along with that. But I'm very curious to see how that um, transpires. But you yeah. know, I feel like there's some of the right people are are connected to it. So, you know, yeah, I, I don't I know. think it's going to like we get older, other people get older that actually run things, which is so dope. Yeah. 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 You it's know? so crucial. It's so crucial having the right people, you know? Yeah. So um, yeah, I know, I know crazy legs is a part of that. And that's like, you know, oh, really great. You that's can't, so great. yeah, you can't get any more like authentic than yep. rock steady crew. So like, you know, yeah. I think we're all right. Um, shit. I mean, there's a million things people want to know about the best hip hop rock song collabs or the scratch documentary, or, uh, if you like new school hip hop or being a healthy DJ and a lot of things, all of, uh, all of those things. I like to be a healthy <laughs> DJ while I listen to new school hip hop <laughs> while watching the scratch documentary, the scratch documentary, man, when you put in there that you BPM'd your records using this like metronome thing and then would write it on a sticker and put it on the covers. That shit changed my life. I was like, holy shit. I'd never thought about putting the actual BPM on my physical record until that. And then ever yeah, since man. I watched that, I did. That's all I did after that. I was like, here we go. I'm doing every single one. Like, that's I, dope. Oh my God. Yeah, man. That was, that I, yeah. was, that was, that was, that was you, I'm, I'm a very, I consider myself to be utilitarian in a major way. It's like anything that allows me the ability to make things a little bit easier um, or efficient, I'm yeah. all for it. And that at the time was the best way to do it was to lay your records out accordingly. Oh, so I had never thought about that. I kind of put them, oh, I kind of know they're in the zone. And then when I saw you say it so scientifically, I was like, and there we go. I've, I'm doing this now. You yeah, know, like, man. Well, yo, it, and did it? Did it not fucking propel changed your? Changed my life. Yeah, it, everything made so. It just made. It was meant so much faster, and it was just. It was crazy. You know, that movie Dude, was I, nuts. I randomly was in like I had just gotten a job at a music supervision house. Like I think I was right out of college, and my job was to help figure out all of the samples in that entire movie and try to clear them legally. <laughs> no like, shit yeah wow it was the hardest well, yo, thing how about how about I've your ever first done. gig being that like not not I, like here's well, a, and here's i was a, so here's hyped a, here's not like your first gig being like here's a crest commercial with a little cowbell yeah. in it that we need you to like no here's the scratch documentary it's like oh my god here's well, all which, the samples that made me want to do it because i'm like this is everyone to look up to this is crazy you know because one of my first actually my first when i was an intern was that movie boiler room i don't know if you remember that movie but it had like oh, the best soundtrack and it was like i interned at new line cinema and it was like they had group home like all these things that i thought i only knew about ah uh, yes yes and, yes and I, I remember had, that. it was about like these wall street like corrupt people i remember it and i yeah. had to 
help clear all those songs. And I was like, I'm going to do this for my whole life. This is amazing. So then when I came back home, I, I got got a job trying to do it. And they were like, we got this movie Scratch. And like, you're a DJ. Do you think you could help with this? I'm like, this is my entire life. But then trying That's to great. find where like, ah, oh, came from was like very hard. You know, like, right, <laughs> right, right, like, yeah. going to rock this motherfucker like three the hard way, like. It took me like a million years to find some of these old school because there's no Shazams or anything at that point. There was no anything. Right, right. There was no Spotify. We had something called FileMaker, and like I would take CDs, listen to them, and I would type in every keyword that I thought related to it, and that was my only way to f- reference and find things. Like, wow, you know, I was wow. my own Shazam Spotify algorithm that I had to create. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's amazing. <laughs> so you're you were your own database. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know where that database is now. It's some, someone's using it or it's thrown away on a hard drive, but yeah, I spent so much fucking time doing that. That's, that's, it's been incorporated into the algorithms that tell, uh, whether you're playing a song on Instagram or not to shut it down. (laughs) Yeah. So so you're part of the problem. I ruined everyone's life. Sorry. (laughs) (laughs) Um, well shit. Um, I mean, yeah, man, we should, uh, that, that was a lot of them. We, we got through a lot of them. I want to leave a little bit of time to, um, just maybe for a final statement, because uh, we're you know we're hitting this ending point. But do you have any kind of like um, I don't know if it's advice or just final words for DJs out there, or something you want to say to people out there? Um, yeah, I mean, I you know, there's a lot of things that are that are cliche, but they're but they're re- very real. You know what I mean? Yeah. Practice. Keep you know always work at your craft and. Um, you know, to me, those are like things that are, are just that matter. You know, people are always like, how can I get better? How can I do this? It's like, just study, listen, pay attention. The more you do stuff, the more you pick up on things. Um, yeah. You know, learn the history, study the history, you know, always ask questions, all that stuff. But, you know, I, I would say that maybe something that's a little bit more um, poignant now, I think, is um, about sort of having the right mental health. Uh, in this situation, because, you know, it's real easy uh, back in the old days when we used to, you know, get on planes and go to gigs and, and do that. Like the new norm is, is something that, you know, especially if you're, if you're getting into the business and, or you were just getting into it and this happened, it could be very demoralizing. Um, or better yet, if you didn't even been in a minute and you're just starting to get some momentum, whatever it is, like this has just been a hard thing to, to navigate. Um, so I feel like it's important to, to take time, uh, to focus in on yourself and surround yourself with, with positive energy. Um, I know it sounds also again, cliche, but you know, there's a ton of people out there who are going to shit on you, tell, you no, who are going to, you know, just be, de- it's, it's, it, if you were to just hop on any social media, man, you know, there's a big percentage that's just negative and down and bummer, you know what I mean? Yeah. And so trying to find inspiration and in all that stuff is, is tough. So if you're looking for validation and or inspiration, um, in some of these places, I think it's crucial to, to go outside of the, that, like, you know, try yeah. and find, um, inspiration in, in, in other places and apply it towards what you're doing. And I think that's something that, uh, especially in DJing, 
there's parallels. I'll use a parallel, for instance, that, that I always think that uh, DJing to me and, and comedy, there's a huge parallel in both. Yeah, 100%. And, I and, always say and, the same thing. Uh, so, for instance, if you're very curious on, like, how to use a mic, how to speak to people when you're DJing, or how to, like, it's funny, here's a good example. Like, everyone's streaming, and nobody was using the fucking mic for anything, to the point where they put the mic down at the very bottom of the mixer where it's, like, hard to fucking get to. And now everyone's using the mic because now it's this thing where you have to communicate with people. So like this button that's like tucked away should now also be up front because it's I know it's last night I kept now. turning on the echo and the wrong thing. I'm EQing it's just, my voice. It's, and it's, like, it's, it's different. You know, next mixer, maybe it'll go up front because now this is, you know, people have finally found their voice, right? Yeah. The DJs who are just doing technical are finally speaking. You're but right. there's a lot of people who don't who are having a hard time speaking because they don't really know how to engage that well, or they haven't found their voice in that world. So start studying comedians, start understanding the, um, you know, comedic timing, knowing when to speak, knowing when to let a thing play, knowing when, uh, you know, not to speak during vocals or knowing the correct time or how much or what to say, or the crutches of like, you know, know what I'm saying? Yeah, it's cool. Know what I'm saying? Yeah, know what I'm saying? Hey, know what I'm saying? Yeah, so, yeah, it's awesome. Know what I'm saying? Like, whatever yes. your crutch is. Yeah. All these little bits and pieces of things that you can pick up on by studying, you know, com com comedy or radio DJs or things like that. So things that, you know, you don't just go to, um, although you should do these things, don't just do study at, you know, beat junkies or study other DJ streams, but like study things that, have a toe dipped into what you're into and find out like there's all the stuff that you can bring into your craft by doing that. So I think, you know, taking the time for yourself to sort of chill and, 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 and turn off a lot of the, the, the perceived, this is how you should do it and try and find other things out there that inspire you or that you can bring to the table. Uh, I think there's all sorts of ways to learn um, in, and bring those things to your DJ craft. And, and to be honest, the more new things that you bring in that we're like, Hey, I realized that like, you know, there's certain things that, that this, that I, these tools that I picked up that this other world uses that DJs could use. I'm going to bring that into the thing. It's like, now you're injecting new life into the thing. And that's ultimately as a DJ, you want to inspire other people. So you want to bring in a new breath of fresh air to this thing that, if you do it correctly, you could do that. You could have your own style, your own sound and your own thing and be inspiring. Um, but if you just come in and are retreading stuff that's already been done, then you're just going to kind of fall into the pack. And if you want to be camouflaged, that's cool to do that for a while. But ultimately the idea is to stand out and how do you find your own voice and your own sound? And again, I feel like going back to comedians, you know, look at certain comedians that stand out the ones that you favor and why do they stand out what is it that they're doing you know but again you know the parallels go deep I, I you know without i'll finish up by saying this but again in reference to comedians there's so much of that you can pick up on that it's not just about you know studying their timing but you know they're one person on stage they're doing their bits that they their routines just like you have routines but some of them may also riff and if you hear their routines in other places you can start understanding the pieces of their puzzle and how they put it together and you can study that because there's a 
there's sort of an outline that goes there. And it's very interesting to see what works and what doesn't work. And depending on who you're playing for and what audience, certain things you swap out and slug and other things. And there's these components and, you know, you could study that in DJs all day long, but when you see it as a written word or translated into ideas, also um, taking current relevant things that comedians are talking about and, um, you know, implementing something like that into your musical, uh, you know, into your mix and, and making it be not just here's a whole bunch of classics, but here's something that's very now based, you know, all these things are, you know, how to deal with, with hecklers, how to deal with somebody who's might be, you know, cracking on you and how to sort of navigate, how to read a room, all that. There's so much that goes on. So like apply that lens of being of, of perception of receiving of like, how could I apply this towards DJing and take that into everything in every, you know, every outlook and try and see similarities and see how other people do that. And there's so many tips and tricks that I've picked up on just from out completely outside of the DJ world that yeah. are things that I've, I've noticed other uh, industries doing and, you know, whether it be marketing, whether it be social, whether it be uh, anything. And I've applied it to, to, to make myself sort of have my own sound because if you're just studying just DJs and DJing, then you're only going to be able to retread what's already been done. And so I feel like it's, it's about turning some of that off and finding inspiration in other places, but through the lens of how could I apply this towards DJing? And I, I feel like if you do that, chances are you may stumble across some new way to a new approach, new, new lens to look at it through. And, and then you'll now, you know, you'll add to the, to the, to the, to the pile and the dialogue as opposed to just, yeah, retreading yeah, for what's sure. already been done. Yeah, I've heard like even DJ Vice mentioned like, oh, I took an improv class. You know what I mean? You could take public speaking class, you know, yeah, like yeah, yeah. there's all kinds of things you could do to open up, you know, with that. And and I think, um, yeah, that's that's really true. Yeah. And, and the mental find, health find, thing. Yeah, yeah. Find your voice. You got to find your voice to, so you don't sound like everybody else. Like it's very important to to stand out, but also blend in, you know? Yeah. Totally. And, and and the mental health thing is important too. Like make sure you're good before you're trying uh, to be out there. And I mean, I don't know if crucial. there's any, any other resources. You know, I know like you came to the DJ city thing last year and talked all about that to everyone and said so many important things about mental health. And uh, now more than ever, um, you know, like I've had to reach out to people to talk to during this time. It's crazy. Like you said, I wake up some mornings, like what is going on? What is life all about now? Like it's horrible. Yeah, yeah. So I think, you know, don't be afraid to talk to people and, and reach out. And I don't know if there's any, I know that you always have good recommendations for like books and, and things like that. If there's any books yeah. or podcasts or people speeches to listen to. Uh, yeah. I mean, there, there's a lot there's, you know, but you know, I always, I always fall back on Todd Henry. He's one of my favorite authors. Um, right. I've heard you talk about him. Yeah. He has a, a book called the accidental creative and that's a really good, um, a good jump off point, um, for people who are creative people. Yeah. And sort of tapping into your, you know, that he also has another book about, uh, called, uh, about finding your voice. Um, and there's a, uh, uh, he has a few, but um, one is called Die Empty, which is also get, getting a lot of your ideas out before you pass. There's very inspirational stuff, but like really good motivating stuff. But, you know, I think one other thing that I want to throw in there um, in regard to DJing is, uh, you know, 
especially now, don't be afraid to be vulnerable. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. allow allow some humanity in there because to be honest, everyone is going through this shit. And, um, you know, if you look like you're not and people don't perceive you to be one of them, they might just tune out. And there's nothing worse than really being one of those people who are feeling it but portraying that you don't feel it because you yes. think that that's the way to portray it. And it's like, just be authentic. It goes back to what you're saying, be real. And if, if shit's, you know, if you're struggling with it, be, you know, be, be about it. And you'll be surprised how many people actually rise to the occasion and have your back. You know what I mean? Um, there's a, a, a thing that I remember touring with, with Lincoln park and, and Mike Shinoda, and Chester used to always say this when they would do a mosh pit, right? Because there'd be songs where kids would mosh in their stuff. They'd be like, listen, if you see somebody fall, pick them up. And that's really it. It's a very simple rule, but if you see somebody who's fallen, stop what you're doing and just pick them up. Because if yeah. you fall, somebody's going to come along and pick you up. And it's really that, you know what I mean? So don't be afraid to, to be vulnerable and fall. And if you do fall, um, you know, just know that there are people out there who give a shit, but you gotta, you know, you gotta put yourself out there to, to, to not be looked at as like, oh, they don't need help or they're, you know, like, don't put on the facade. We're all, who the fuck knows what tomorrow brings, you know? Yeah. So, you know, that's, you know, for what, for what it's worth, just, just be real, be, be vulnerable, be, be straight up. And, and, and chances are once you go through that and you come out on the other end, it's going to make you a better person. And you probably have some, some tighter friends and a tighter circle cause of it. Yeah, exactly. In a time where everybody's really quick to write each other off, I think we should be picking each other up, like you said, and and be more open to that than so just, oh, whatever. You know, it's easy to look at things so one-dimensionally on the at the internet. So Yeah. And 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 for me, the last thing is it kind of goes back to what I said. I just cut out I cut out a lot of the people who were in my feed or in my timeline that, you know, maybe at one point I was following them for whatever reason. Yeah. But the, the the me who i am now i there's a lot of like i just don't really tolerate negative shit you know the people who are like yeah. oh uh, it's like you know we could all be like that but like right there's no you know there's no room for that I, everyone i'm trying to fucking get through another day so like yeah. if 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 talking to spider can make me smile and this podcast can make somebody have a better day i'll do that you know what i mean but if talking to you and you were like this fucking Oh, fucking everything sucks. I'd be like, cool, man. I'm out. It's good talking to you. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. I mean, your true colors show by your reaction to yeah, things. Yeah. So, so, um, yeah. And you could, it's easy for everyone just to dwell on the negative, but you have to figure out how to rise to the occasion. Dope. Well, and always, shit. and and always do the right thing. Yo, that's why I wore this shirt. <laughs> show it off, man. Show it up. Stand up. Show it off. Do man. the right thing, baby. Do the right thing. It was like last yeah, night man. I was showing off my legs on my Twitch stream because I was wearing shorts. And then uh, that is the wrong thing. <laughs> Do the wrong thing. <laughs> and I had Anil came in and was like, too much skin. I was like, okay, it's event against the terms of service. <laughs> <laughs> That's no, awesome, man. No one shout wants out to, to see Spider's knees. Yeah, shout to Anil. Shout to Twitch spiders, just for being so Spider's knees. That should be the name of your next podcast. <laughs> <laughs> no, no one's going to tune in. <laughs> That's the name of my Fucking next Twitch stream. Eight knees, spiders' knees, eight <laughs> knees. <laughs> <laughs>
<laughs> Spider's knees. That's the name of it. Yo, a- hang on a second. Hang on. While I've got you. I'm here. I don't have to go. I'm trying to let you go. Yeah, yeah. I got a gig I got to go do. Um, I'll I'll talk for another hour. How did you get your name? Oh, God. My name story, I need a good name. I need a good story for it that's better than what it is. But uh, it comes from being in jail dude just killing people no nice cool uh, (laughs) yeah 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 you should see my tat check Uh, this out (laughs) if i take off the do the right thing shirt no it's yo i was in high school i'm a skinny guy but i was way even skinnier had a lot more hair going on and um uh like funny enough someone just posted a picture of me on twitter that i had never seen before that was from high school and i was like holy shit i think i saw that yeah yeah it was great great. yeah mike b and me were talking and then um star eyes she's a dj and like she's amazing but I've known her for a really long time and she has pictures of me <laughs> from high school and she posted that online. It, it what might not have been the one you thought. Like my hair was crazy. Like it was hanging down. I think down. I saw one. I saw one recently that was pretty like, wow, I ain't getting it. <laughs> and so she, yeah. like, I don't know. I would play basketball. I was horrible, but I would play basketball with my friends. And um, I remember this one dude, Poncho, would always be like, pass it to the spider. Because he'd be like, you look like a spider, dude. And I would just look like a crazy spider, I think, when I was playing basketball. So I get to college and I, and I become a DJ. It's, you know, say, I, I joined the college radio station and I, I created a, a radio show. I loved, I spun drum and bass. That was like my main passion was being a drum and bass DJ and like an underground hip hop DJ and wanting to mix it because of R.A.W. and the right right the right raves that was like what i wanted to do it was like and like aphrodite and like all that shit you know yeah, that, yeah, like of course it was cheesier but it was the mix of hip-hop and drum and bass yep so i had a show called the basement with two s's like the b-a-s-s-m-e-n-t and my real name uh i guess i could say it on here is oliver and uh every and so i do the show and people are like yo you know hip-hop world especially in the 90s like people are like yo your name's oliver like that's whack you know you can't be the the basement with oliver and so i'm like well fuck i don't know what to do and they're like you need to have a name like don't some people call you a name i'm like this guy called me the spider all the time. Like, there you go. You're the spider. So I was like, so I ended up <laughs> doing this radio show and I was like, you're down in the basement with the spider. And then that just sort of evolved to DJ spider. And, uh, God. Okay, cool. I was curious. I, I never knew this, man. I've known you this whole time. I didn't fucking I know. know. Like, I was like, is he like just really into like arachnids? No, not at all. <laughs> I hate, I don't, I hate spiders. <laughs> That's that's ironic. I love it. Yeah, I know. I have no. Uh, I I I have this fucking stupid story that like I I got asked like they rebooted the Arsenio Hall show and he was having all these guest DJs come on and they asked me to be the guest DJ of the the night and I got to like scratch with the band and it was dope. It was really fun and. He's like, I'm going to come out. I'm going to interview you. And uh, here's all the stuff I'm going to ask you about. And he like tells me all these questions. I'm like, great. I kind of prepare in my head. Comes out. Doesn't ask me any of the questions. Just puts me immediately on the spot. And sa- I don't even remember what he said. But he's like, something about like uh, hitting on girls. And I'm like married. all About hitting on girls and and and. A spider being a bad guy and da 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 and I didn't know what to say. I'm like I'm on the spot. It's like live TV and I'm like, 
uh, I'm a nice spider, you know? And like my friends for the, like just end up clipping it and sending it to all the group chats. Like, well, you sound like such an idiot. And I'm like, well, I didn't know what to say. Cause like people are scared of spiders. I'm like, I'm a nice spider, you know? I'm like, oh God, I'm a fucking idiot. That's but yeah, great. I don't know. I have no, uh, spider has just, that's who I am at this point, you know? <laughs> I got it. I got it. No, Tall, lanky curious. spider. I, yeah. No, it's, I, I had no clue. I was like, is this, is this go deeper? Is there a tattoo? No. So uh, like, I don't know. It's not like your name where it makes sense. You know, Zach Z Trip. Uh, <laughs> it's, but mine doesn't either. Mine's probably even worse. Mine was. Mine was. I was in high school, and one of my homies was like, "Dude, you're such a trip. I'm gonna call you Z Trip." I was like, "Yeah, cool, whatever, man. That's great." Like <laughs> that's great. And then it stuck, and all of a sudden that was it. I was like, "Oh, great. So this is who I am now." That's so, amazing. You know, it works. See? I take it's people on high school a journey, friends. so whatever. Yeah, it's high school though. High school. Be, 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 be you know if you're a DJ who's coming up right now, be very mindful of like the name you're picking because exactly. you know yeah. And now with social media, it just has to be spelled really weird. Yeah, it's got to be <laughs> upside down vowels, backwards, missing things, weird umlauts. Yeah. You have to use a three for the e. That's all you get. <laughs> yeah, because you're running out of shit. Like there's two. You, you can try and find your name. There's probably like fucking four DJ spiders out there now, right? Yeah, that's why Diplo's true genius. He's an amazing musician and producer, but he picked the name Diplo. So there you go. <laughs> yeah, yeah. There's no one else going to be a Diplo. No one's going like, to be a no Diplo. One. So he was very forward thinking. Uh, besides all the other things. <laughs> amazing. <laughs> well, right. shit, dude. This has been good to catch up, man. Um, Hell yeah! Thanks for having me. Thanks to yes. everyone who's tuned in, and you know, yes, come and Thank check you. me out. Yeah, for sure. Thank you for for everything. Thanks for taking the time to come on. I know you have ten gigs right after this, so yeah. Uh, <laughs> no, for real, for real. For this was like great, like so much insight and so much uh, stuff that I think people can use in any situation. You know, just really universal type of things that can apply to DJing, music, and just life as a whole. You know, so um, I really appreciate it. It was great catching up with you, and Same, uh, man. I will talk to you soon. See you, Thanks, on the, see you on the interwebs. All right. Peace. Later, brother. All right. That was it. What an epic episode with Z Trip. Three hours of just pure insight and um, hilarious things, deep things. I really enjoyed, I really enjoyed uh, recording that episode. I hope you guys enjoyed it as much as I did. Um, hit me up with your comments and everything at DJ Spider on Instagram, DJ S-P-I-D-E-R, or on Twitch, twitch.tv slash DJ Spider. I am on there streaming weekly. Um, we've got some amazing guests coming up. I can't wait to share them with you, so stay tuned. We are dropping these episodes weekly. Um, and shout to BeatSource. This episode was produced by BeatSource. Tune in next week as we discuss music that matters to DJs. I'm DJ Spider signing off. Peace. And that was The 20 with DJ Spider.